like to tell about this guy you all know me as me scared as hell he comes to me at night after i call him hello and thank you for listening to cinephiles digest my name is matt and you are listening to episode 70 and on this episode, we are going to be discussing the new film from Robert Eggers, The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. And we're also going to be revealing our top 10 horror movies of the decade in celebration of Halloween, All Hallows Eve. It's going to be huge. Can't wait. But before we do, let me introduce my co-hosts. First up, Travis. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today, man? Doing good. Seahawks won. Feeling good. Yeah, they wasn't pretty though. For there was a minute the there where I thought first half was pretty, but yeah, and then they almost <laughs> blew a twenty-four point lead. But yeah, anyway, from a garbage team. <laughs> yes, was back with quarterback. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my other co-host, welcome Tom. Hello, how you doing, man? <clears throat> I'm doing good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's uh, fatherhood treating you still? Uh, he's great. Fatherhood's great took a nap today that was nice mm, yeah much needed chilled with the cat you know much needed actually yeah <laughs> i think she's like starting to lose it a little bit mm. i think maybe she needs a little more attention oh i thought you were gonna say like she's getting like dementia or something <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with her but she is uh, very naughty yeah was well, like knocking stuff off a counter scratching no it's things. all food it's all food related Oh, yeah. She's just like on the counters and stuff. Sarah had to make three different salad dressings yesterday because she kept getting into the salad dressing. What kind of fucking cat is like, mmm, vinegar and olive oil? Yeah, I'm going to get my <laughs> tongue in there. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. We tried f- free feeding her for a while. Total nightmare. She does not self-regulate. We thought after a couple days maybe she'd like pull it back a little bit, but... Didn't happen. Did not happen. She <laughs> ate herself sick like multiple times. Oh, poor kitty. She's nuts. <laughs> deranged is a good word for it i see yeah so i'm thinking maybe she just needs a little more a little attention a little attention yeah maybe that will mellow things out so we took a nap together today nice yeah well deserved mm-hmm. uh travis and i went to uh Oktoberfest celebration oh yeah a couple weekends a ago. ago well we uh in fremont no no no, no. in leavenworth oh right leavenworth mm-hmm. Yeah, That's right. It was well. So it's been three weeks since we recorded last because uh, Haley and I are going to be in Florida for Fest this upcoming weekend. So just to make like scheduling well, work out. My birthday was last weekend. Yes, yeah, so it made sense to just bad timing. postpone. So that's why we had an extra week in between episodes, but. Uh, we went to Leavenworth, which is like a kitschy, like Bavarian tourist town, charming. the mountains, very charming. And uh, we had this fucking baller Airbnb. It was like four bedrooms, two stories, giant TV and sound bar in every room. So we awesome. like same sound bar that I have actually. So we like I uh, did like the Bluetooth with my phone. Mm-hmm. We were just jamming out. We had a little mosh session when people were in the hot tub. Yeah. Me you and moshed? Travis and Scott. A little, yeah. Oh, yeah. You we fit all mushing. twenty people in the hot tub. There were eight people at one time in the hot tub. We were left out. Yep. It was <laughs> it was bullshit. So we were playing Survivor, which for those who don't know is basically like Flip Cup, but better. And uh, yeah. not everybody wanted to play, but we convinced most people to play. And then once people got voted out, they just like left and went to the hot tub. So by the end of it, it was me, Haley, Travis, and Scott. 
with no spectators. It was just us playing Survivor. Kind of killed the vibe a little bit. Yeah, because it's the best drinking game. But you need an audience. Oh yeah, exactly. that's, that's what makes that's what makes it. That's when you, you really you can get someone to really shine. Cheering you, you know? Yeah, we lacked that. It was, Underdog. It was bullshit. They were in the hot tub for like an hour, but uh, it was pretty cool. The actual like Oktoberfest thing itself was kind of lame because they charge twenty bucks just to get in. Doesn't include like a drink ticket or a stein. And anything. It's just like a parking lot with some booths, some tents and shit. Yeah. Hmm. And so the beer's kind of lackluster, you know. It's all German beer. I'm surprised they don't. They must just not get many people or something. Mm, there were a it's ton pretty of popular, people there. but it wasn't that all that special. No, it's mm. if I go back again, I'm not gonna actually go into like the ticketed Oktoberfest event. Oh, okay. just hang out at all the bars and Got you it. know restaurants <laughs> and stuff around. I mean, they were pretty crowded, but still, not. It's not worth. Just it was still out. a fun weekend, though. Oh, mm. for sure. We had a good Just time. the actual event itself inside the the $20 event was kind of lame. Mm. You know what I just learned about? Christmas markets. Have you heard of this? No. It's in Germany. Apparently they do like, apparently they do Christmas real big in Germany. And they have these huge markets that are just like, basically <coughs> Christmas times 100. <laughs> and... I think you can go, and maybe they're like for the whole month of December or something. So now I'm thinking, next trip I want to take Christmas markets in Germany. Because I saw some pictures that would blow your mind. <laughs> I do love me some Christmas. If it's just like wall-to-wall, just like crazy yes. Christmas bullshit. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I know. <laughs> it sounds so good. <laughs> Christmas markets, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll have to Google it. Yeah. But yeah, October Fest was cool. It was a good weekend. Good yeah, times with friends. Fun hanging with the gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy, oh, this guy, had his birthday last weekend. Oh. And <laughs> just got completely and utterly trashed. <laughs> I browned out. Well, and then eventually blacked out towards the end of the night. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, did you play any beer pong that you know of? No. No, we were brewery hopping in Ballard. Mm. We went to probably like five different breweries, I think. We went yeah. to Populux, Lucky Envelope. Try to go to Rubens. Yeah, but it was too crowded. Then we went to Stoop and Obeck and then Peddler. Right. I don't even remember going to Peddler. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. Did I get a beer there? <laughs> I don't recall if you got a beer there. But we ended the night. Everybody left except for me, Haley, Travis and Chelsea, and Chelsea's dad. And we wanted to get some food. So we like walked to this chili place. It was closed. Then we drove under the bridge? Yeah, yeah. Chili. yeah. It was closed. And then Chelsea's dad drove us to Sloop. Sloop? Sloop Tavern. This fucking guy, like, when we got into the booth, he just, like, put his head down, like, on the table Uh in his arms. I, like, switched hats with him. He didn't even notice. There's pictures of him trying to, like, because Chelsea wanted a picture. So he was, like, (laughs) eyes closed, like, drunkenly (laughs) trying to, like, smooch her. Didn't even touch the beer. Like, uh, oh, did you get a slipper size? Well, no, he, uh, Chelsea's dad got a, a pitcher for the table, even though nobody wanted more beer. Uh-huh. This guy didn't even touch it. I ended up drinking his and mine, mm. which was probably not a good idea. Yeah, he was he was out. Chelsea's dad was just like, "You better drink that beer, you little bitch boy. <laughs> drink it, drink it, birthday bitch. You know, like stuff like that." He wasn't even listening. He was checked out. And then as soon as we left the bar, oh, yeah. like. 
I think you puked. Yeah, my mouth c- kind of filled up with puke because I was <laughs> exiting the door. As soon as he like crossed the threshold, just barf. Mm. And then he walked like five feet and barf. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even say bye. He was like, we got to go. And then he and Chelsea just started walking. And we were like, all right. Happy birthday, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> It was that was a it fun. It all kind of hit me at once, though. I feel like I feel like I was good, 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 and then just like just tanked ton of bricks. But it was fun. It was a good night. It was a really fun night. Pretty bad hangover though the next day. Oh, had I to, bet. Uh, at least you threw up. Yeah, had to get myself going for the Seahawks game, and that was very disappointing. We went. Oh, what you a, went. And they lost. Waste, what a waste of money. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, it was still fun though, but. Uh-uh. Always more fun when you win, and when you're like not in real rough shape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. it was a good birthday though. Yeah, yeah. we had a good time. Uh, before we move on to the reviews, I want to mention that I uh, was welcomed as a guest yesterday. Recorded an episode of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. Mm. It was their like spooktacular episode. Not much spooky stuff was discussed. But now, do they get? Um do they record in a basement? Sounds like a basement situation. Yeah, it's like a lower level of a house. They got like <laughs> the beefy you know, boys butt club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Basement setup. <laughs> they have a pretty nice setup. They have like actual mic stands with like compression mics. Do they have a guest mic for you? Yeah, I had my own oh, mic. Wow. Do my own my own stand. Pretty nice. pretty nice setup they got oh, down there. We just shot the shit for like an hour and fifteen minutes, hanging out. Cool. So that episode should go live Monday, the twenty eighth. So if you're curious, I'll check it out. Give them a listen. Did you guys exchange I'll be like, on the app. horror stories? Well, we did. Uh, Christian asked me to bring a top 10 horror movies of all time list. Mm. So I did that. And then it turns out his list was like just recent favorites and, and movies he really likes. <laughs> so it's like didn't put in the work to say definitively like my all-time list but like here's some movies i like mm-hmm. he had some good stuff on there you gotta listen to the episode how many picked, uh, hosts are there there's three okay and i was the guest they asked me some questions we talked some sports so we get video 40 games. movies <laughs> no only me and christian did the list oh, okay. the other two guys they, they, they don't like horror movies apparently so I see. it was just me and christian sharing our Any top overlap tens. uh yes the Strangers was on both of our lists. It's a teaser. I believe that's the only one. <laughs> he had two Rob Zombie movies on his list. Oh, and I was man. like, Jesus. Oh, no. Me and uh, Joe, one of the other hosts, were like just shitting on Rob Zombie. So does Ground, though. Loves House of a Thousand Corpses and Del's Rejects. Hmm. Yeah. That no accounting good. for taste. <laughs> <laughs> so give it a listen. Beefy Boys, Bud Club. You can find them anywhere. Podcasts are available. Should be fun. I'll be listening to it tomorrow. See how it came out. Uh, anything else you guys want to throw out there before we move into our lighthouse review? Hmm. I've got one item. Mm. Let's hear it. Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Preseason is going strong, right? No way. Regular season, dog. It, it started? Started on Wednesday. Oh, I didn't realize that. They played two games. They play the third tonight. They lost their opener, their home opener. Killed their streak. They had like an eight-year streak or something like that. I made that number up, but it was significant. <sighs> Who they lose to? <clears throat> The Denver Nuggets, mm. whom they defeated in the Western Conference playoffs, uh, semifinals last spring, if you'll <laughs> recall. Uh, nuggets are good. It's fine. It's whatever. And then they beat the Kings 
a couple nights ago. So play the Dallas Mavericks tonight. It's going to be a little bit of a litmus test in my mind. Those guys have a couple of a uh, couple of real young studs out there slinging threes. So. Is your uh, your star back? Yusuf? Yeah. No. He's probably going to be out till like through the All-Star break. Mm. What? Really? <clears throat> yeah. Did he get injured in the preseason or? No, Yusuf. I don't know who you're he, talking about. He went down last year. He broke his leg. Remember? Like snapped in half on the court. It was really oh, fucked I up. Oh, I think you told me to. Well, you yeah. said don't watch the video. Yeah. I never watched it. I it should stands. Don't, don't watch <laughs> it. It happened, but don't watch it. Uh, anyway, he's out for a while. No, we got Hassan Whiteside. He's this really big athletic guy. He came from Miami. He's kind of like a, you know, locker room, not good presence and kind of like a whiny little bitch sometimes. <laughs> He's got he's got some upside, but a lot of um, potential negatives. So mm-hmm. he's starting out really good, actually. So fingers crossed that keeps up. But you know, I don't have uh, my hopes too highly invested in him. Mm. But anyway, you do in the season, right? In the season, oh yeah, every All year. Right. Well, <laughs> is this is this the year, Tom? Is this the year? Uh, could be. The Warriors are broken up. I mean, yeah. What? Well. Clay Thompson's hurt all season. So is Durant. Durant or left. Durant's gone. Oh yeah, he's and gone. he's out for the season. I didn't know Clay Thompson got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt in the in the playoffs in the finals. Towards ACL, right? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! It's all right. That team is Steph Curry anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if they're a champion. They're not a championship team anymore. Come I don't on, think Draymond? they are. I don't think they are. Guys, the best. They're going to be good though. They'll be sneaky good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the Clippers and the Lakers this year. Tell me. Are the Orlando Magic any good? This is a little segue. For the Orlando Magic oh, yeah. have some <laughs> promise. They have not been able to put it together yet. And they don't really look like they're going to this year. Shit. But they have a couple young players that are interesting. They've got a, maybe like a borderline all-star. Penny Hardaway? Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Shaq? <laughs> uh, yeah. They're not very a very fun team. Shit. Well, the reason I say that, breaking announcement on the Cinephiles Digest podcast, Haley and I are going to be relocating to the Sunshine States, moving to Orlando, California. Florida. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving to Orlando, Florida. Going to be there for a year or two, save some money, mm-hmm. have a little adventure. So it's still the West Coast, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. it's about as far away from seattle washington as you can get in the continental united states yeah i guess miami would probably like whatever you know miami's not on the point of florida you don't want to be in miami anyway it could be underwater at any moment yeah dude not handling that he's just he's just eating over there (laughs) his uh, collar is clinking against his bowl (laughs) he's a morrissey is a great disruptor but anyway so that's we have to do a um an a florida themed movie binge here pretty soon rewatch the florida project um maybe some of those bullshit did spring breakers take place in florida yep oh yeah waves is coming out oh my gosh waves i saw the trailer for that looks fucking good that's whenever when we do the waves review which is in like two weeks we'll just fucking have a little florida (laughs) movie marathon so yeah, we'll we'll uh, that's not going to be until April or May of 2020. So still some time. It's going to uh, shake some things up. We'll mix things up. Hopefully, plan is still continue to do the show. We just got to figure out uh, how to record through Skype. 
Lots of podcasts do that. It doesn't seem that. And hard. You're recording on our time, not yours. You're you're the inconvenience, not us. Oh, because I'm three hours ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm it just means kidding. that I'm gonna have to be like ha- having a fucking nine p.m. recording session. Yeah. Like, <laughs> No. But we will figure it out. There will be more details to come, but I'm getting it'll, the fuck out of here. It'll impact him more than us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's his bad, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, no spoilers, but does uh, Midnight Cowboy count as a Florida movie? Yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> 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 All right, Matt's got to watch it. That's somewhat of a spoiler. I got to watch it. Oh, you <laughs> fucker. It's, I'm not, just not going to watch it now. You just ruined it. No. Uh, all right. Let's 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 move move along. We're going to be discussing The Lighthouse. I believe I have a clip. Let's go ahead and listen. What do you call that? Sir? What? I, I mopped and swept twice over. You lion dog. Well, I swept them. Kids begrimed and bedabbled. Unwiped, unwashed, and disdained. Some kind of purr out of molesting me. Come now. I already said. How dare you contradict me, you dog? Now look here. I ain't never intended to be no housewife nor slave in taking this job. And it ain't right. These lodges is more ramshackle than any shanty boys camp I ever seen. The Queen of England's old fancy housekeeper couldn't even done no better than what I done. Because I tell you, I scrubbed this here place twice over. And I say you did nothing of the sort. Okay, The Lighthouse is written and directed by Robert Eggers, also written by Max Eggers, the brother of Robert Eggers, who I have taken to calling Bob Egghead. Mm-hmm. Bobbert. I'm the only one amused by that. Yeah, Bobbert Egghead. I, well, I, I wasn't going to say anything about this, but I actually googled Bobbert Egghead. <laughs> <laughs> When I saw you text what it. What is he talking about? And, <laughs> Bob and then it didn't come up, and I was like, whatever. And then about two minutes later, I was like, ah, oh, but it's a director. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, plot synopsis reads, the hypnotic and hallucinatory tale of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. I'll go first on this one. First thing I'll say was pretty hype for this movie i like the witch a lot i think you guys are both maybe a little higher on the witch than i am but universal acclaim from the cinephiles digest boys we we love the oh, witch yeah. i had to rewatch it though did you rewatch it before uh oh before it clicked you mean first time i saw it was in the theater didn't understand like half of the dialogue so <laughs> yeah. i thought the movie <laughs> yeah, was yeah. kind of weak but watching it at home it was a completely different experience i just rewatched it with the subtitles um mostly but it wasn't the best viewing experience. I did it in the mornings mm. with Vinny when I was feeding him, and mm. it took like three mornings. Was it weird watching it with your child? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I was going to say. Like, I was wasn't like, it open with the baby being stolen by the witch? <laughs> yes. There were, there were scenes where I was definitely like, because Sarah usually sleeps in in the mornings on the weekends. <clears throat> and I was like, man, this would not be the best scene for Sarah to walk into the living room. And see me feeding our baby in front of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anticipation was high. Um, I will say I en- I did enjoy the movie. I I think I admire this movie more than I actually enjoy this movie. I think it's a little bit of a mess. I really appreciated 
how unique this movie feels. Like, even though it's kind of drawing on inspiration from like an earlier time in, in cinema, it feels wholly unique. Everything from like the sound design, like it's very like bombastic, like repetition. It's very loud. Tom saw this movie in like the shittiest theater sound wise in the city. So I don't know if you really got that experience. I mean, what were you thinking about the foghorn sounds like shit f- no matter what? If that was it was loud in our theater. Like every time that fog, I could tell. Off. I was watching it. I was like, I bet at, I bet up at um, Alderwood, this is like hurts your ears. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it was like it rattles you a little bit, uh-huh. you know. Um, and just the sounds of the waves crashing. Like I love the sound design in this movie. It sounded fine. Yeah, the, it was it was sufficient. It, the look of it is it looks pretty, pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah, there's some very striking imagery, but I can't help but feel like. A lot of it was just kind of empty. I got like a lot of cool, um, Wes Anderson vibes from some of the imagery, like just from the like the, the mise-en-scene, like the staging. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the symmetry of it. Um, like that's the only thing. I could... Some of those early scenes <laughs> with like the boat over the horizon and the and the fog. Uh, the very first time you see the two characters at the door, and they're like, you know, they're almost like cartoonishly dressed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and Wes Anderson always goes over the top with his costuming, and he has this sort of like he kind of draws on some older uh, cinematic elements too. So I think there was some overlap there. Not so much later in the film, you know, or like it was really just the opening like ten minutes where I was like, "Whoa, Wes Anderson, okay." <laughs> uh, but yeah, not not all the way through. By the by the end of it, I was just kind of drained like i was just waiting for the climax to happen yeah and i would think it would happen and there were like scenes it had almost like a staccato like it would build and then something weird would happen you would see this crazy image and then the whole thing comes down like it moves on to the morning of the next day and then it's back to him pushing rocks with the fucking wheelbarrow you know like well we can get more into it but there's definitely like a rhythm with the nights and the days very cyclical yeah and on a tension like i liked that tension in the first half but it just kept doing that same kind of thing and by the end of it it almost felt like i was being blue balled you know what i mean like i just <laughs> wanted I do feel to like finish part of it is by design though and you might be giving yeah. the movie a little too much credit or like a free pass saying it's like incidental but like i think there's a reason for it to be a little messy and also like a little like frustrating at times cuz like i think you're it's trying to kind of put you in the same head space as like the characters. Not that that's really possible, yeah. but yeah, you know, <laughs> I just, I do think we should do a little bit of spoiler discussion at the end of this, yeah. but I, unlike the witch, I kind of felt like the payoff wasn't worth the build for me anyway, in this, like there's some cool imagery at the end of this movie, but it, it's lacking that like emotional resonance that you get in the witch when she, you know, her whole family is gone and she goes into the woods and just like how crazy that climax is and yeah. how cool it is. I felt like the lighthouse was was lacking that. Yeah. And I kind of wish the movie, maybe it went over my head, but like I get that the movie is playing with mythology. I mean, this guy is just fascinated with like folklore and i mean that's what the witch was that's what this is i mean it's essentially combining like the story of proteus 
who would be like uh, Willem Dafoe's character, like the old seaman shapeshifter type thing. And then uh, I didn't really pick up on this throughout the movie, but definitely with the final image, which we can come back to. There's a clear like Prometheus parallel mm-hmm. with uh, Robert Pattinson's character. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious to watch it again and maybe through that lens, see if I can pick up on more of like the Prometheus parallels. It didn't, I, it didn't really enough. click till the end. I don't think it handheld enough. Yeah. Like I'm, they just didn't drop enough clues. Um, and, uh, you know, it messes with time, but like there was one very clearly kind of explicit, like big chunk of time that was missing or like in question but then it sort of fell away again. It didn't seem to be a concern anymore. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but I thought that was a little inconsistent. Um, and uh, I totally agree with you on the final, the final payoff. Like, I, I, we should talk about this in spoilers more because I had the exact same feeling about it. Like I, yeah, we'll come back to it, but I'll say I get what it was doing, but. It didn't like resonate with me. Like I didn't have much of a reaction. So I don't it. really know what it was doing exactly. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you really want to get down to the specifics, like what what was the fucking point of the whole? Sounds thing, like but... you guys didn't see the light. That see that whole thing is also. I mean, he says explicitly like uh, uh, Willem Dafoe's character makes a reference like, "Oh, it's like Saint Elmo put his fire in the whatever." I don't know what accent I'm doing there, but <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. It made a reference to Saint Elmo's fire, and which I'm not familiar with that story. It kind of seems like he's mixing. He basically put like multiple like Greek mythology stories and other sea folklore stuff yeah. and just kind of put it in a blender and then was like, you know what? I'm just going to make this fucking weird and eerie <laughs> and there's going to be farts and masturbating. Uh, Travis is going to love this uh, thing. Yeah. There's going to be cum falling through a grate <laughs> yeah. in the lighthouse. Well, that's... <laughs> we don't know explicitly if that was cum or not. It was It was cum. Implied. Come on, man. It was cum. It was mermaid goo. It was cum. No. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was cum of one variety or another. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, so, I mean, the mermaid thing, without getting too specific, there are these, like, weird kind of freaky, like, dr- almost dream sequences. I mean, I, I guess you could re- you were supposed to read them as dream sequences, because I think usually it would cut to Robert Pattinson waking up in bed after those, like, like a lot of not them. all of them <laughs> that's true Literally not all of them <laughs> and i think oh. the movie is trying to make you like travis said earlier like mess with your perception and think is this happening is this not happening what is happening how much time has passed i mean i think willem dafoe's character I, is like, i think we're supposed to be in robert pattinson's like perspective yeah or like his yeah but there's view. a reference like has it have we been here two days have we been here two months you know yeah. it's intentionally trying to f- to fuck with you but i read some tweet it's it's a very like pedantic tweet but someone said like the lighthouse is the most artsy fartsy movie ever made or something like that you know and while i don't agree with that reading of it i do kind of agree with the sentiment like it's a little bit too pretentious, and I love pretension, but it's just like, but I to what end? You know what I mean? I it is pretty artsy, and I get the whole the fartsy joke, but uh, <laughs> it's a good tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it, but I Retweet. don't. I don't think it's. 
necessarily trying too hard. And I, I think there's humor in the movie and even like, even the... So there's some great humor in the, the movie. The climax or the finale is almost like a punchline in a way. Like you could read it or view it as a punchline. Like sure, it's like, it's tragic in a way without spoiling, but it's also like kind of silly and comical in a way too. And I, I wasn't a huge fan of, of that. Like the scene... Of what, the comedy or the... Or the... No, I like the comedy in the movie. There was some stuff that made me genuinely laugh. I mean, what he's referring to, like the tragedy of it, mm. the actual thing that happens was kind of like, really? Like, that's how we're going to end this character's story? You know what I mean? Let's, we can, we can let's, circle right, back let me, to it. But. We gotta talk, let's talk more generally about some other things, yes. el- other elements of the film, and let then me, come back to these spoilers. Yeah, he hasn't given general. his general uh, sentiment yet. So walking out of the theater, probably felt closer to Matt, was... Definitely knew I liked the movie, but didn't know how much. I think we're on the same. We're all on the same page here. You and Matt, mm-hmm. and you. No, not me. This is where I. Oh, this is where you divert. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Went home, read the Wikipedia page, the plot synop- You know, like the plot summary, mm. and then my brain started to churn. You said that, <laughs> and I did that, and I was like, "What is this guy talking about?" Like, well, there's certain details that I didn't that didn't quite click for me. And I don't know if it was the dialogue or me just not paying attention. So that stuff kind of helped. And then um, I just I started to piece together the whole like theme of the movie and what it's going for. And I do think there's like the, I watched a YouTube video about the whole like Greek mythology stuff. And that stuff's pretty cool. But I don't know anything about Greek mythology. So I definitely wasn't reading into that while watching it. But I think it's mainly just like it has to do with like power and isolation and like, I, it feels like it's dealing with the same themes as like the master or like the favorite or even like Lord of the Rings, like this quest for power and like this whole power dynamic and like how people can just get like so wrapped up into it and like warped by it. But um, yeah, I think that all kind of pays off, but I don't know if it was like, I didn't walk out of the theater loving it, but the more I think about it and like, just sit on it the the more i do enjoy it and it's definitely high up there for one of the best of the year (laughs) (laughs) so i had the exact same feeling as travis i was like i know i like this movie i just don't know how much yet but after i sat on it i was like you know what like i have to reconcile the fact that it was kind of a slog for me watching this movie no matter how much after the fact i like uh What's the word I'm looking for? Like, basically try and, like, dr- like make it more, like, smarter than it actually is. You know, trying to, like, oh, what's this movie doing? How is it? What is it about this movie that makes it so interesting? But, like, basically trying to, like, fluff it. And ultimately, I was like, you know what? This movie is doing some cool things, but it's kind of a mess for me. And I like how unique it is, but... This is not something that I'm going to, like, return to over and over again. Well, I don't feel like it'll be that. I mean, I definitely want to watch it again. But for some reason, I don't feel like it would play well at home. Like, just because, like... Not in the same way. It's hard enough to watch an old movie or, like, a black and white movie um, at home and just get the full experience of it. So... Got to have all the lights off. Yeah. Silence. And you got to really, like, submit yourself to it. And especially with this movie, like, it definitely takes its time and is, like... Can't watch this movie in the afternoon. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, watching it, I wouldn't say it was ultimately satisfying, but like, I like what it's doing a lot. And we haven't even like talked about the performances, which I think are both pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer Defoe's performance. I think he gives the stronger one. Um, he's just like a, I don't know, Defoe's great in like everything. He's just such a like seasoned actor at this point. Like, I don't think he can put in a bad performance these days. <laughs> But like he has one of the best scenes of the whole movie, his um, his rant that he goes on. Oh yeah, in the bedroom. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, <laughs> he is perfect in this movie. Yeah. Like when after, when oh, Travis yeah. and I got out, I was like, just give the Oscar to him now. Like even like I mean, nobody's the, gonna top his it. body. You know, like his his physical acting was because he's so weird looking. Yeah, yeah. it's just like. He looks like a dude that would be a lighthouse keeper, though. Like, like that big oh, beard yeah. and just his piercing eyes. When the first and... still came out of this movie, you're just like, okay, that's pretty amazing He was born casting. to be this fucking guy. <laughs> he right? looks exactly like that that painting, that Van Gogh painting, which is funny because he just played, played Van, Van Gogh. Played Van Gogh, yeah. But the, do you know the one I'm talking about? Van Gogh has a painting of like a sea captain. I'll, I'll pull I think it up, I know but he looks about. exactly like him. That is funny, though. I mean, it, it, he's so interesting because you look at his performance in The Lighthouse and then you compare it to... Like, his performance in The Florida Project, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, totally opposite ends of the spectrum as far as, like, one is just going for it, pedal of the metal, like, over the top, incredible physical acting and everything. And then you look at The Florida Project, and it's so, like, understated and, like, compassionate. But it's the same dude. Like, he's such a versatile guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder if someone's like redone that as well with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the style of Van Gogh, that'd be rad. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. He it no, was a good performance <laughs> for sure. He was impressive, but I feel like he's a little inconsistent in this movie. I mean, we kind of agreed on this. Like his accent was like there were times where it really felt like a New England, like Boston accent, but like a modern one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then other times <clears throat> it didn't feel like he was trying to do a Boston thing. And I don't know. I feel I like, did you, I didn't, I didn't notice. Did you think he was like totally consistent? The yeah. Whole I don't movie? think his, I mean, I thought he was hard to understand often. Yeah. Especially if you like compare it up against Willem Dafoe, who is like literally just like, Oh, you're talking point, about Pattinson. Yeah. Pattinson <laughs> yes. we're talking about. His accent did his one, his wiggled around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was impressive. Like he, both of these dudes were like giving it their all in this movie. I think they both. I thought they were both excellent. I, I will. I'll grant the accent thing for, yeah. for Robert could have been better, but um, just playing inebriated people and not coming off as like overdoing it right is difficult. And they both they kill it. it for sure. They were like movie. you know the master level. <laughs> yeah. Of, of two fucked up dudes. That's <laughs> <laughs> some of those jokes. Uh, I don't want to spoil them. Yeah, they were good. There were some really. There was some good comedy. Some just like crazy. Like it's it's weird to call this movie a horror movie, but there there are elements that are like honestly the thing that I thought of was a racer head. Like that movie Me too. is not. It's not explicitly scary, but it's like very tense. And just the like the, well, the way the image and just like the creepy yeah and the color palette like gross, I definitely got some eraser head vibes for gross, sure uh, color palette there is no color no <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's black and white but that's uh, that's two colors on the palette yeah <laughs> yeah that was another move so I I do think it didn't feel wholly unique to me mainly because of 
Wes Anderson and <laughs> Eraserhead. <laughs> yeah, David Lynch. Well, and just so can we go to spoilers now? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really have anything else, uh generally speaking. Totally solid movie. I don't know yeah, if I, I mean, would. It's hard to really talk about the movie without, because not a lot happens. I mean, it's literally just two guys in a yeah. White House for an extended period of time. I think anyone who like watches movies should see this. Yeah. And you're definitely going to like, the, the, the main like focal point is like the two performances. I mean, obviously there's like the aesthetic appeal to it as well, but like the majority of the movie you're watching these two guys act. Yeah. And it, it's worth it for that alone. Like yeah. I, there are other elements that I don't think are as effective, but just watching these two guys, like they have to, the whole movie is on their backs and they, they do a really good job of carrying it. Yeah. I mean, there's one other actor actress in the movie, but they don't have any speaking lines. So it's literally them two. No, there's another guy too. I don't really well, know what was going on with that. Exactly. But. Didn't you read the wiki page? Come on. <laughs> you talking about the one that um, Pattinson the sees? The blonde hair, times? yeah. You, you, I didn't... No, I mean, I understand. I didn't understand what he was really until I read the wiki page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can get to that. Um, let's, let's drop some star ratings on this bad boy. <clears throat> Five banger. Four. Yeah. Four for me, too. I, I told Travis, this is either... Did I tell you this? Maybe I told no. Haley this. I knew... Coming out of it, I was like, this is either going to be a four or it's going to be a five. Like, I'm not going. See, I thought. No pussy ass 4.5 shit. You and I were going to be 4.5s, but then it sounds like I went up and you just. I just stayed at four. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I was like, it could go up. And then I thought about it. I was like, cool. Well, highly recommended. See it in a theater. Like, I. this, This is one that would probably be fine at home, but see it in a theater with a good sound system, Tom. And uh, it'll blow your mind. That foghorn. Yeah, Woo! that was like Woo-wee! used as the score. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I um, I w- I've been listening to some interviews of him on other podcasts. And who? Bobbert? Yeah, Bob Egan. <laughs> 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 and uh, I think one of his producers or one of his like, you know, working partners was saying that they need to go to the the strings for the score, and he was like, no, 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 no. Johnny Greenwood has basically like ruined them in a good way, but like they're too overdone at this point. So they went with this whole different other sound, and I think it makes the movie better. Because mm. I do like the the Johnny Greenwood type sound, but I like that this movie did its own thing. Yeah, I mean Johnny Greenwood sound, his stuff is all over the place. Are we talking specifically like the master? Uh, like eerie strings, like yeah, just, clinking. Yeah, because yeah. that's been like kind of the go-to, I think, for horror stuff recently is that, strings. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's weird that The Master is not a horror movie, but it's been like super influential for just like movies that like want tension and have some sort of unique score element in their movies. Yeah. Like there are elements of it in like Hereditary and Midsummer. So total tangent oh, before question. we before we keep going. <laughs> Need so much. Literally every fucking blonde girl is being the midsummer girl for oh, Halloween. I see what you're doing. I have seen really? like ten different girls on my Instagram. Feed. What are they wearing? Just flower crowns. And flower stuff? crown and like the white dress with like the like the floral stitching yeah, on them. The boyfriend is the bear costume. I've seen a lot of those too. <laughs> yeah, but mostly mostly yeah. people dressing up as her character. I can't remember the character's name. Florence Pug. Yeah. Pug. Pug. Whatever the fuck her name is. Uh, it's it's this year's um, 
What was the like the big cultural touchstone costume from last year? Uh, Star is Born. No, mm. <laughs> just kidding. Well, <laughs> there were probably quite a few people. Um, that, but I I don't recall. Probably yeah, I don't Game of Thrones or some shit. I don't know. Oh, there's yeah, a, every year. There's always like, of course, everyone's going to be that for Halloween this year. I can't remember what last year's was, but this year it's mid Pennywise. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move into spoilers. I thought you were going to try and compare uh, recent horror directors like Ari Oster, Bob Egghead, a couple others. <laughs> uh, I'm probably team team Egghead. I don't know. <laughs> Probably over Aster for sure. Yeah, because I hated Midsummer, but <laughs> Hereditary is pretty good. But you're gonna take Hereditary over The Witch or The Lighthouse? I would take. Yeah, I would probably take Hereditary over both of those. You're wrong. Over The Witch? It's a close but call. It's a with package the witch. deal, though. It's a guys, call why are we talking about this now? Sorry, yeah. we're gonna get to this list oh, yeah, very true. soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, spoilers for The Lighthouse start now. Check the show notes if okay. you don't want to be spoiled. Where are we starting on this, boys? You pull, you're pulling up your phone. You got, Let's you just start at the wiki. Um, oh, no, I got some notes here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I just want to talk about the climax because normally I'm a sucker for this where you just see the character's face and you know they're looking at something awe-inspiring. Uh, and then maybe you get a little glimpse of it. depends on the movie. So, like, the witch did this um, at the very end. And uh, Annihilation does this. <laughs> Um, I feel like there are other, uh, recent examples too. Um, it comes at night, does this. Remember when the dog runs off into the woods? So. Fuck, I need to walk. God, I, I gotta watch. It comes at night again. I know. That movie fucking rules. I know. So, uh, there are tons of examples of this. And normally I'm like, genius, chalk it up, five stars, you know? And in this one, I was <laughs> oh like, God. what is he seeing? <laughs> I really wanted to know, and they don't show you, and I, and then it has just the most bizarre ending ever. You were talking about the actual light. Yeah, the it's actual like the, light. The briefcase in uh, Pulp Fiction. I half expected <laughs> to see a tentacle just like come out of the light when the door swings open and just pull him in. It didn't happen. I I liked that moment a lot, but I like it less now that I saw Bob Egghead's response to it because somebody Let's hear it. somebody asked Bob what. Did Robert Pattinson see when he went up into the lighthouse? Why didn't you show it? And Bob said, because if I showed it to the audience, you would have befalled like the same fate as him. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, are you? Fuck off, dude. Like, that's the lamest fucking answer ever. So now I'm like, that if that's your reasoning, fuck you, dude. Like, I liked it a lot more when it's just like, it's vague. Leave it like because it's like I um, think that's kind of a joke answer though. Like, come on, you yeah. don't think he's serious? I said he might have been. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> I didn't. So, so I'm reading it. I don't begrudge him. He the seems stupid answer. like no. a real serious dude. Have you heard this? Have you heard oh, this guy no, talk? I've heard a, a few interviews of his. He seems like he doesn't have a ton of. I feel like, <laughs> he, like sense of humor. Well, I mean. I don't know. I mean, there's funny stuff in this movie, but he seems like he takes his shit very seriously. Oh, yeah. I think he's a meticulous type worker. But so you like, listen to Paul Thomas Anderson talk, and he's just like a cool, like, SoCal bro. Like, oh, my God. He's super you know, rad. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're both young, virtuoso. Like, Paul Thomas Anderson is not young anymore. Not anymore, but. Well. He was. 
Oh, and he was cool back then too. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> cool as a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a visual level, I really liked the basically what was like a negative. Like it took it turned mm. into like a negative image where like the, the colors reversed uh, you're talking like about a, the the shot of him staring in the where light? he's just like <sighs> distorted his <screen. sighs> he's just screaming <laughs> that you part know? was awesome yeah that was cool the imagery the sound yeah but like but it's for su- what it's supposed yeah. to be vague like it's 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 symbolism but the whole it's not fucking movie was so vague like but that's the like you got to give me something yeah to, to to hold on to no you it's know? a symbol like the light of what of just like, there's well, not enough for they me. They say of enchantment, but here's the thing: I think it has to all do with the the power and whoever is the keeper of the lighthouse, and Willem Dafoe is keeping. Yeah, but it there's from not. Pattinson. But it betrays him. Uh, well, okay. So this is this is one <laughs> reading that I I liked. So basically, Dafoe is putting all of this into Pattinson's head. And he's the one feeding him the alcohol. And he's he's basically like, because he knows he's like an impressionable mind. So he can like take advantage of that. And so he basically pushes him. Okay, why is Defoe doing this? Because he's lonely. Okay. And well, because he's lonely. So he wants someone there to keep him company. And mm-hmm. two, because he wants to keep the power. The whole power dynamic. He needs someone to have power over. Yes. Okay. So he uses that against Pattinson until Pattinson basically you know, does whatever it takes to see the the light. And when he finally does, Pattinson realizes that it was all just a, a, a sham. Like it was all just like in his head. It was all being fed to him. It's just a fucking light. And so he laughs like, oh, I finally saw the light and it's nothing. And then he like falls back. So it's, it's a joke. What? It's a trash. It's a comedy. It's, <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my what? life. Ow. I can, I can. And I also don't really buy that reading either. I don't, I don't buy the reading, but I could. I don't mind it. What do you not... What do you mean how? What do you not get about it? What do you not like about it? It makes perfect sense. But that's not how he reacts when he sees it. He laughs. Mm, no, he, he doesn't. Screams. He's definitely... He's screaming for sure. No, it's like sure. a maniacal like cackle. Like, I'm not going to try that to is not. That's does. not at all how I read it. Uh, I, I read it like uh, Indiana Jones, like face melting off, just like horrible screams. Like his, he looked like he was in agony. I didn't get laughing at all because his voice is super distorted too. I like I that. Yeah, I like that element. Of it. When she, uh, I think the light comes he out might of her have mouth. amped the like the effect of it for like for a climactic purpose. But I think he's literally laughing at the light. I don't. I didn't get that vibe at all. Are we all in agreement that there were two people on the island? I think so. I think you could maybe try and read it as it's. One, but the question but... is really just the question is really just who's fucking with who here. Okay. Yeah, and I got I got that part of it, but I don't know. I didn't find that stuff that interesting. Like I liked it was fun to see the power dynamics, but I also liked the Come like on, the farting that adds to it as well. Oh, that was killer. Just showing dominance. <laughs> But I also love the like right when they get in there. <laughs> I also Just love the like it's <laughs> too much. The like psychosexual like undertones uh-huh. through the whole movie where there's all this like weird tension and there's well, like lots of like when the movie gets um surreal, there are some weird, like very sexual moments, like the 
the coming octopus or whatever was going on I, up there. I've never seen anyone try to actually like lay out how you would fuck a mermaid, and they do in this movie. That was great. Well, I mean, uh, Joaquin Phoenix kind of, I mean, it's not a mermaid, but in The Master, when he makes a sand woman, doesn't she, isn't she made out to me like a mermaid, or is it just a woman in the sand? I don't remember. I can't I remember. I think she might have had a tail. <laughs> Master did it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, someone just explained the, the very end to me. Oh, that's the whole Prometheus thing. Yeah, but why, what, how? Why? I, why? I don't know, but... That was the. Are you familiar with the Prometheus story? I yeah, from just recently. Uh, yeah, from after seeing this movie, I, he like stole fire from the gods and gave it to the humans, and his punishment was he's like tied to a rock, and every day an eagle like eats his innards. Yeah. So, but instead of an eagle, it's like seabirds. So, but I also I don't get what it's going for other than just like a a sea spin on the Greek mythology story, like. It was a cool Like the image. lighthouse is the fire, I guess. It's definitely yeah. plain right. in like... So he stole the fire. They refer to it as St. Elmo's fire at one like point. Like he didn't earn it. The other wiki apparently some over maybe his his escapades and his life on the sea earned it. It's like, yeah, punishment by the sea gods for... And he like, he doesn't fuck with the birds. He obeys the rules. It's also rules. retribution for killing the seagull earlier. Yeah, and... I did like the whole like fairy tale like folklore like superstition aspect to it it kind of adds to the whole like allure of it and like it maybe like makes up for some of the like shortcomings of the movie because you can excuse it for those reasons <laughs> it's neat for sure like yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by that stuff but it's not something that did you like the uh well it was almost like an eye for an eye like just the the phrase the one-eyed seagull what are you talking about well because <laughs> At the end, when Robert Pattinson's laying there getting pecked at, I'm pretty sure one of his eyes is yeah. missing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. Pretty killer. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> I will say the best scene in the whole movie, <laughs> best scene in the whole movie, I had to try so hard not to burst out laughing. When he bashes the seagull oh, on the yeah. rock, I was like choking back a laugh because I was like, I shouldn't be laughing. At them. This is so fucking funny. Really? It. I didn't think that was funny. <laughs> it, was, it was so... He just kept going, and he was just like... It was like horrible. I think maybe like it Patriot. was like a... It was, <laughs> it was one of those things where I was just like... It was so much that like my body's reaction was, was laughter. You know what I mean? Because I was just like horrified by like how much it went on and the sound of, like, the seagull's body hitting the rock. But I had to try really hard not to burst out laughing watching that. Well, I, I still think the best scene is um, the monologue and the the disagreement about the lobsters. Oh, the cooking? That was really <laughs> that good. Was Willem Dafoe is kind of butthurt. He's like, you don't, wait, you don't like my lobster? <laughs> Tell me you like me lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that stuff was good. Um, and then, like, the whole uh, Proteus, like, going back to Willem Dafoe's character, like, he's supposed to be a shapeshifter. So that's kind of what I got from, like, the the, the tentacles, mm. like, the cracking tentacles up in the top of the like lighthouse. The and Yeah, and there's also one of the most striking images in the movie that I don't really know what to make of. They're at the top of the lighthouse, and Willem Dafoe is, like, naked and super buff, and there's, like, light beaming out of his eyes as he's like staring 
Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I it's remember super that. brief. It was awesome. It was really cool, but I'm like It was like him as as um as uh Poseidon or something. That's what I was I could it was, yeah. it was after his like after he cursed him with Poseidon's wrath. Yeah. That would that would make sense. That was a really fucking cool image. Yeah, I know. And it was so brief. If it wasn't too. so like creepy and gross it'd be like my desktop background <laughs> <laughs> but you like barely have time to react to that image like uh, i, I kind of yeah. like that it was like this super cool weird image which you could like really like dig into because it's like his physique is like i mean i the poseidon thing is probably spot on but i that happened so quick that i was like i don't know what i just saw but that was dope mm-hmm. um all right anything else you guys want to mention about the lighthouse um I did like the whole like cabin fever aspect of it though. And just like if you spend a lot of time with someone in a confined space, you're going to like find ways to, you know, fight it against each other in ways. I, I think I, I grew it could have done with more a, with that. But... That's pretty much the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. But I think it could have gone a little further. further. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just because like I shared a, a room with my brother growing up and like, you definitely get that feeling where you're just like, I've spent way too much time. Or like, I used to like spend the night at my cousin's house like multiple nights in a row and it'd get to a point where you're like, okay, we spent too much time together. Mm-hmm. We need to, <laughs> a break or whatever. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. It's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we move on? Amazing. One of the best of the year. Everyone go check her out. Dude, all of your favorite movies are like... The worst. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> The Lighthouse. That's it's it. probably a third one. I don't That's know. It. Those are just the, bullshit. Those are the top two movies Where's the, the space movies? That's what I want to know. Where those are, are the space those movies? Those are like in the three and a half, four star realm. Did you guys see The High Life is on Amazon Prime now? Yeah, yeah. I did. I'm going to rewatch Dying for it. a rewatch. Yeah. I want to see that fuck box again. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, I think Sarah might be able to handle it now. Yeah. When she was pregnant, I told her not to watch it. Yeah, I don't think she's going to like that movie, dude. No? Why? Do... <laughs> yeah. She likes characters and story. <laughs> like, she'll love a marriage story, even though it's like, you guys are married and, you know, like. Mm. But High Life, like, it's pretty. Just based on what I know about Sarah's like taste in movies, she likes something that's like concrete, mm. well written characters, mm. humanized characters. Mm. High Life is a tough one to sell. I feel like to most, it's a fucking weird movie, yeah. dude. <laughs> Takes a certain maybe I'm forgetting how weird game. it is. Pretty weird. Uh, pretty, that's how weird. <laughs> does she have any interest in the lighthouse? Uh, yeah, I showed her the trailer, hmm. but I think Waves is going to be her movie of the year. Waves looks pretty killer. The Waves backlash has already started. Really? I heard somebody refer to it as regressive sentimentalism. I don't honestly know what that that means, but (laughs) somebody said Hmm. maybe because it's like people of color and... I think it just looks like East Coast Moonlight. So, yeah. Moonlight is already East Coast. No, Moonlight was in California, I thought. No, it's in Miami, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's like literally the same setting as Moonlight. Okay. Rewatch 2.0. Or uh, Moonlight <laughs> Rewatch. Whatever. 2.0. Moonlight 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that, that trailer like almost brought me to tears when we saw it before uh, Lighthouse. Dude. Too long. These trailers are too long. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I love the trailers. I get it. You know, like they give me 10 seconds. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this. And then I'm like, now I don't. Just 
Stop. No Did you way, see the Uncut Gems trailer too? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be as it's good. Gonna it's going to kill. That's a four-star movie if I've ever seen one. <laughs> what was Good Time? Four? Four. Oh. <laughs> they, they peak. Like That's the threshold for these softy bros. Um, okay. We are going to be discussing next our top 10 Here we go. films, horror films of the 2010s. We're not going to spend a ton of time on this because we could, you know, it's it's we're not going to like dissect every choice and dig deep on all this stuff. We'll do the round table thing, you know, 10, 10, 10 type thing, but don't have to spend a ton of time. It's not going to be like our best of the year episodes. Right, right. Because presumably we've talked about most of these movies before mm. on the show. So oh, yeah, I don't think we need to spend too much time. But do y'all have your lists ready? Yep. Okay. So who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Let her rip. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling her up now. Uh, so I started with World War Z. Underrated. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Horror epic. Are you, are you listening to this guy? <laughs> that takes me by surprise. <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I didn't even know you liked that movie that oh, much. I, I love this movie. I've never heard what? you talk about it. Oh, yeah. Well, it We came literally out just said, you've probably heard us talk about these movies before, <laughs> but <laughs> it came out in 2013. I had to give some love to a, uh, an older 2010s movie. Um, anyways, it's just a, a fun, big budget action horror zombie movie uh it wastes no time i i enjoyed that movie oh you've seen it yes oh okay you haven't no i have not best part about it five minutes in we're fucking there we're already there none of this like 30 40 minute bullshit setup brad pitt is in the thick of it within the first five minutes and he's trying to save his family and then it goes on a global scale it's it's the best a question (laughs) It's the tenth best. <laughs> is Train to Busan on your list? I think it is, but let me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm not gonna yell at you then. Okay. <laughs> having not even seen the movie, going back earlier to having strong opinions about things you haven't even seen. Yeah. I feel like this movie's reputation precedes it, and I just uh, I have I, strong feelings. <laughs> I thought about not going with two like action zombie movies, but. Both of them are pretty killer. Oh, uh, spoiler for the Beefy Boys Bug Club episode. Train to Busan was Christian's number one. Nice. He loves it. It was an awesome movie. Oh, he also... I'm just spoiling his whole list, but... uh, Murder Party, the Jeremy Saulnier movie. He had Green Room and Murder Party on his list, and he didn't even know it was the same guy. Oh, really? Murder Party is something that his family like got from Blockbuster when it came out. Oh, weird. And it was just like a staple. This guy... And he loved Green Room. This guy knows what's up. I was like... Yeah, I was like... <laughs> uh, he said... He was like, this one... So, a little a lesser known movie, uh, Murder Party. I was like, oh, yeah. Same guy who did Green Room. He was like, really? Like... Nice. Interesting. Anyway, I still haven't seen Blue Ruin. Oh, oh That's the best that. one, dude. That's that's peak Sonya. <laughs> <laughs> it's i hope it's really i good. mean as long as it's better than hold the dark I, this uh, green room number one over here i love I'm green room. now green room i love green top of the list <laughs> it's gonna be the witch green room okay let's, let's let's see what happens let's move on all right tom number 10 quiet place mm. Ah, mm, mm, you guys are pissing mm. me off where was he in a- <laughs> it's great i thought it was you know it's a good movie i liked it yeah even though it's, I did walk in on the wrong showing. Solid horror thriller. 
all right. That movie's fine. Number 10, not going to lie, kind of crammed this one in here, but I got to gotta represent mm-hmm. Spring. Mm. Had to get this in here. Spring? More people need to see Spring. It's a sci-fi, horror, romance, hybrid. It's a killer movie. It's uh, got some like good like creature feature stuff. This is uh, Aaron Moorhead and Justin oh, Benson. Yeah, people are loving these guys nowadays. They are. They have a new movie coming out. I think early twenty twenty. I don't know much about it, but oh, we didn't give any like caveats or criteria or anything. No, I thought about it once you told me shit you were considering. But well, I'll say that all my movies are listed as horror as and, one of the genres yes, on imdb on, yes even though the and i will say disclaimer the lighthouse is not on this list because i don't really consider it horror even though it is listed as horror on imdb but if it was on this list it would probably be pretty high like Jesus. at least in the top five just, i yeah mom well, yeah. Also, under the skin, I think that's categorized as horror. I don't really qualify that as a horror. I don't think so. Either. Under the skin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the lighthouse version? <laughs> under the skin. Uh, my turn, number nine, Don't Breathe. Fun uh, horror flick from what? Last year, two years 2000. ago? 2000. No, that was a couple of years ago. 16. 2007. First year of this podcast. Two words, turkey baster. Ugh. One of the great, one of the great scenes. One of the, of the best scenes of the twenty. <laughs> I think it was just it was well executed, though. Yeah, I'm, again. I mean, you could poke holes in the 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 plot or the you know the what's it called the not the accuracy the believability of mm-hmm. it all, but very solid. Lots of fun. Similar to A Quiet Place for me. Like, pretty solid, good, but not great. Come on. The real whorehounds. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Real whorehounds are going to love my list. <laughs> uh, my number nine is It. Chapter Uno? Yeah. I haven't seen Chapter Do. I thought about putting that on mine, but... Me too. A little overrated. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> I just it's like fucking everyone on the planet has seen it i was like you know what yeah. that's that's why I, I said i crammed spring like it probably would have been like in like the nine or ten spot but i was right. like fuck it dude yeah. <laughs> who cares yeah it's so get fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all oh yeah. nothing to say about it just no love it everybody's seen it everybody knows yeah, what just an episode it's good. it was good it, right <laughs> yeah Number nine, Hereditary, far superior to Midsummer. Some genuinely creepy stuff in here. Uh, promising start to a young career has since been squandered by Midsummer. Dude's a hack. He, he's moving away from. Horror, we'll see though, if man. we. He, yeah. So that's what he says. He's going to the trail or shelter out. <laughs> we'll see what he does. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll <laughs> get some ch- regressive, uh, regressive, uh, regressive sentimentalism. <laughs> Out of him, we'll see what happens next. That's my number nine. All right, well, this one's already been spoiled, but number eight is Train to Busan. Uh, We watched this kind of on a whim together. Not Tom, but me, Matt, my brother, and another friend. And it was a uh, lot of fun. Yeah. It's just a solid, uh, well, more than solid zombie actioner. 
Uh, I'm okay. I just cracked a Ranye. Trainer Bassan, you say? Good okay. stuff. Anything else? A lot of fun. On it? Um, it's a little, a little sentimental, right? Regressive sentimentality. <laughs> Does it have like Beyond a that. scene that it keeps going back to, like a flashback, a recurring flashback? There's a really bad slow-mo scene. I will say that. <laughs> There's, there are some moments. There's a couple corny moments. It does it. go for sentimentalism yeah. for sure, and it, I kind of like it though. It's not. I don't know. I really. I don't know how to describe it. You it give, just fits for the tone of the movie. I don't yeah, know. it gets a pass because it's foreign. Everything no. <laughs> about it, though, the music, like how hokey the yes. the emotional notes are very like aggressive. It's good though. I, I love that movie. I yeah. want to rewatch that one. All right. Does it mean it's my turn now? Tom's number eight Wait, for thought, me is uh, uh, Green Room. Solid choice, my friend. Yeah, I would consider this horror. Oh, it's Green Room is for sure horror. Okay. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I feel like what else would it be? What as like a thriller? Nah, <laughs> 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 it's horror. Okay, good. For sure, I don't have to um, argue my case. No ifs, later. ands, or buts. <laughs> yeah, hyper violent, jarring, tense, original, tense as fuck. Uh, well done, gruesome. I don't times. know about tense as fuck. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> <laughs> when they're in the actual green room and they need to make their escape pretty tense it's tense yeah Come on, i'm saying please. it's not tense but pretty tense <laughs> no tense as fuck <laughs> af bro <laughs> tense af all right what was that number eight that was number eight i don't think either of you fuckers have seen this movie but the whaling have not i championed it the year it came out put it on my top 10 some moby dick movie Champing it now people still don't give a fuck no one cares the Wailing, <laughs> one of the best of the decade, generally speaking. Movie Kills. By Supernatural. Hong Jin. It's uh, like a two-hour, 45-minute supernatural Sorry, thriller horror me. epic. <laughs> it's fucking killer, dude. This movie is amazing. It's I'm funny, too. To my watch list. There's like a goofy like buddy cop element to it, too, that I very much enjoy. Never be tempted. Movie Kills. I, I say everyone should watch it. No one's going to watch it, but... I'd is watch it. it. How do well, I, it might uh, still be on Netflix. It's still streaming. Okay. Well, maybe. Stream. Two um, hours and forty-five minutes of like a Korean not, supernatural thriller is a lot sell. to ask of people. It's but I'm telling you, it's that's a five-star movie. It kills. Okay. That's my number eight. Number streaming. seven is <laughs> quite a quiet place. Um, I just tried to take a sip out of a beer with the cap still on it. Whoops. <laughs> This didn't make my top ten of last year, but uh, it came really close, and uh, it's uh, very well done. There's uh, maybe some uh, problems with the logic, with the the whole what the the things can hear and can't hear, but you know that I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> it got Others a pass did, for some reason. Totally worked for me. Tense AF. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Is that your thing this episode? Yeah. Ten <laughs> AF. <laughs> bad, bad, um, bad parts at the end, though. Which ones? I can't really remember, but I remember they botched a couple. Oh, things. Like well, the, the whole John Krasinski little, thing. Yeah, the Krasinski thing. thing. Oh. When he gets fucked. Yeah. Didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that, bud. What did he have? What, what could he have done? Not that. Why did he have in that situation? Why did he have to sacrifice? All right. Well, himself? spoilers for <laughs> quiet. Just place. throw a rock. 
And they'll be like, oh, and they'll hear the rock, and they'll chase the rock. They're fucking he had dummies. To be certain. It's what I know. Come on, dude. Movie's what are you bullshit. gonna do? Movie sucks. You or your kids? <laughs> Me. <laughs> you always have more kids. You know what I'm saying? Easy to say. Um, what are we on? The seven. Seven. The seven. For me, the seven is the witch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, uh, super spooky. I love the setting. I love the ending. One of the best. Ending endings. is amazing. Uh, it's killer. I love that there is still like a lot of ambiguity about the main character. Um, Got to give some love for Black Philip. Black Philip kills. <laughs> And introduced us to Anya Taylor Joy, I uh-huh. think. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, I don't seeing I'd her in anything seen else. Her before. Now she's she's the scream queen of the of the decade, she's killing her. Yeah, yeah. And those woods are spooky. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, tense AF. Don't be tempted. <laughs> <laughs> there is some temptation too, but you do not want in the spooky woods. My number seven. Another movie I've been championing, championing since the beginning of this show, Starry Eyes. I love this movie. movie. No, dude, Starry Eyes is the best. It's a poor man's Neon Demon. Yeah, Neon Demon is garbage. Dude. Don't even get me started on Neon Demon. Starry Eyes, a star-crossed young actress, moves to Hollywood to make it big in the movies, and. Uh, Signs a contract with the wrong people, and it escalates from there. Some of the most like horrific, like out of the blue violence that just like gets me going. There was I I recall one of those moments, and it pretty gnarly didn't land for me. Love it. I love the the <laughs> themes of the movie. I love the shadowy like uh, uh, casting, uh, casting like a. Not interviews. What the fuck do you call when you go uh, auditions? Mm. The auditions as she goes on, super creepy and just there's like sexual suck. tension. No, dude, the the main try. actress is pretty good. <laughs> Sorry, guys, another one. <laughs> Fucking love it. Go see it. More people need to see it. I think who did Pet Cemetery, the new one? Was it the Starry Eyes people or was it the Good Night Mommy people? Because I get it mixed up. I think it was the Good Night Mommy people. No, the Good Night Mommy people did that one movie with uh, Riley Keough that's coming out. The Ritual which I'm still, or something? Yeah. Which, no, or you're the, thinking of a... The Kevin Kolsch. The Cabin? It's something it's like something, that. It's something. It's the something. <laughs> the Lobby? The... <laughs> the Waiting Room? The Lodge? The Lodge? The Lodge. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Uh yeah, Kevin Cole. Okay, so these jabronis did Pet Cemetery sequel oh, or remake. Yeah, eh, that movie was whatever, but it was a okay like main. What's it called? Not not like main attraction. Like a mainstream, yeah, mainstream, mainstream horror movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, six for me. You done over there with Starry Eyes? Or you? Yeah, you we, we can move it along. Singing at home. No. <laughs> Uh, number six for me is Get Out, one of the uh, most important horror films of the last decade. Um, somewhat, almost a perfect movie. It's kind of got it all. Put Jordan Peele on the, on the map with a uh, a gold star. <laughs> Two things. Homeboy running at the camera across the yard just to pivot at the end and, and keep running. Stupid. And oh. the flash on <laughs> oh. the cameras. I thought you were talking about the, the cool things. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Come on. The Brings the movie down rules. a whole half star. The humor. Oh, I love Get Out. Don't get the, don't get me wrong. but It's a great movie. 
I loved it too, but I didn't put it on my list. Why? Yeah, me either. Why? It just didn't feel enough like a horror movie to me. It felt wrong to put it on this list, and I had no idea where to place it. That wasn't my thing. I just, I don't. It's definitely a horror movie. I like these other movies more than than Get Out. Mm. For me, anyway, that's. I think it belongs on lists. Yeah. It's an important movie for sure. It just belongs on lists. It's got to be there. You got to have it. God, no These greater types accolade of lists than are that. just lists in general. It should be on lists. We're gonna, we need to go through and like find movies that we have never made a list about that we want to be on a list yeah. just so we can fabricate some sort of category. That, that would be the best list. Best movies that don't appear on lists that should be on lists. <laughs> you got a top 10 coming for you. And then for each of them, we have to come up with the name of that list that it would be on. Best artsy fartsy movies. Oh, this is gonna be huge. <laughs> Why number one? Okay, uh, <laughs> so number six for me is Creep. Oh, oh yeah, I thought about um, me too. It's so original, and it really took me by surprise. I was late to the game on Creep, uh, and it scared the shit out of me. There, there are some moments that are pretty yeah. pretty scary. There were some parts where I was like, I was in it. It's pretty unsettling. The, pe- the peach fuzz stuff. <laughs> yes. When he first peach fuzz first shows the phone up. Phone call he gets in the in the bathroom. Oh yeah, from the sister. Mm-hmm. Duplass is really good in both. Dude, those. Oh, he's good in everything. Duplass is just the best. Yeah, he's, he is the best. <laughs> <laughs> is he yeah. running for president? <laughs> I'd vote for him. <laughs> All, All right. right, number five. Whoa, whoa! Oh. Is it my turn? No, it's my turn. No, it's my turn. Wait, right? It's my no. turn. It's my turn. No, we we're, we're going, going clockwise, dog. Wait. <laughs> yeah, we've been going clockwise this whole time. All right. So this is my number. Didn't you just go? Yeah, I just said creep. Now it's his turn. I feel like I got skipped. Maybe not. Go ahead. You just did number six. Wait, you started though, didn't you? Oh, right. I did get out. I think I went so quick over that one. I just didn't register. That's your number six, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's my number six now. <laughs> okay. Uh, David Gordon Green's Halloween. Oh, yeah. You fell for that Love one. it, dude. <laughs> I knew that would be on there. Solid. Fan service bullshit, but I ate it up. Ate it up. Love it. Michael Myers is my homie. Now that is a true four star movie. That's a five star movie. <laughs> that is I don't remember what I maybe, maybe even a three and a half. Killer. That movie that movie is rad. It's pretty cool. Definitive I loved it. As, as a fan, as a follow up star movie. To, to the original Halloween, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Can't touch the original though. Granted, it's only seen it the one time. No, can't touch the can't touch the original, but maybe on a rewatch. We'll see. But as of right now, movie kills. Number six. Travis, you're number five. Number five. It Comes at Night from Treadward Schultz. Hell yeah. Movie kills. It was on my top ten that year. This guy makes nothing but bangers. Waves is going to be awesome. We've We've praised It Comes at Night before, so we'll just move right along. And it's got come right in the title. That's true. <laughs> Does half the work for you. <laughs> Perfect for this list. Um, number five for me is Babadook. Mm. Oh, yeah. Speaking my language, Tom. Um, I don't know. Overrated. If it's, in a, if it's in a look or it's in a something. It's in the book. It's in the duck. It's in the Babadook, duck, duck, or whatever the fuck. Uh, can't get rid of the Babadook. Uh, second watch. Not as effective. Overt symbolism. It's just. Uh, it's all, I just mean just like the in scares. Your face. Just, the first. Oh my the God. first watch. 
I was very scared. That little kid it's is scary. so annoying too. And that's I know the that's point. by design, but holy shit. This like, is get this kid. One, I would have killed yeah. that kid a long time. It's grading for sure. This was one of the um like one of the movies that scared me the most. Mm. To become a parent or just huh? in general? Just to become a parent or just in general? No, no, just in general. Like okay. I was scared when watching this. I don't know. What, I saw I how shitty this meant. kid was, and I was just like, I don't know if I want <laughs> oh, oh, to have to become kids. a parent. I I thought you meant a parent one word, and I was um, no, no, no. I was like uh, to parent. become a parent. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like I was scared. Mm. Yeah. Well, don't watch. We need to talk about Kevin because I did watch that oh. after you became a no. A parent? <laughs> no, this was before my parents. That movie's butt, dude. No, that movie rules. No. It's better than the Babadook. Although now that now that I'm a Lynn Ramsey super fan, maybe I need to revisit that yeah. one. Oh yeah. Number five, another movie neither of you jabronis have seen. Marrowbone. Mm. This movie kills. It's ghost. Is Haley is nodding her head as she microwaves uh, her breakfast burrito from this morning. Is this you making up for not having it on your list yeah, last dude. year? I said, because I thought too late would have been like number eight or nine of last year's list. This movie kills. Your list was better off. Probably. Do I not? Without no, Marrow. <laughs> yeah. Marrow. Is it one word? Yeah. One ah, word. The Craft. Oh, Haley, yeah, she, uh, we had to return some stuff at, uh, at Scarecrow, so she picked up. You didn't get Blood Fart too. Oh my god. We'll come back to that. Uh Marabone, it's awesome. I think it might still be streaming on Hulu. Uh, that's where I saw it the first time. Don't know if it's still there, but it is not. Marabone is Ouch. the bee's knees. My Travis, turn? number four. It follows. At number four. Killer movie. Um it harkens back to the uh horror movies of the eighties. Hmm. It's very specifically the John Carpenter movies. Yes, the 80s. yes. It's got a very effective um, hook. Yeah, I love the the world of it, where you don't, you can't really pinpoint the uh, the the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the, timeless. The score is amazing. Oh my god, one of the best, one of the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with Good Time. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. come on. Uh, Travis plays them back to back for sure. Got some good scares. I really just like the whole like atmosphere and like yeah. vibe of it. It's though. a cool concept. The too. energy. Yeah. The energy of it. Uh, it's my number four too. Oh shit. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Matt, what will you follow with? Uh, my number four, the Babadook. Mm. I already talked about it. Love the Babadook. Babadook. Dook, dook, dook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, Travis. The Vitch. The Vitch. <laughs> uh, movie kills for all the reasons that Tom said. Yeah. Ending is amazing. Yeah. I love the simplicity of the story. Yeah. Um, and it does kind of have that repetition like The Lighthouse does too. Yeah. Pretty, it's pretty also cool. got a, a kind of a, um, uh, what's that, Salem? Uh, which Charles movie that Daniel Lewis was in? The, it was a play. You know what I'm talking about? My left uh, foot. No, it was a. It was a metaphor for the Red Scare. So it was written in like the 50s. What? Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah. In the name of the Father. Uh, <laughs> no, that I'm was kidding. like Ir- Ireland Salem, shit or something. I don't know. Salem play. Ba, ba, ba. Made into a movie. Gangs in New York. 
Homeboy hasn't been in that many movies. Like, what are what are we talking about here? The Master, or not the Master? <laughs> Phantom Thread. Sorry, I'm jumping. <laughs> uh, typing slowly. Daniel Dat Lewis. The Crucible. Oh, that that's the fucking Shakespeare, right? Or is that not related to the Shakespeare story? No, Shakespeare didn't write Crucible. He did. No. Or he wrote. He has a play called The Crucible. Right? Is this a? I'm pretty Arthur sure. Arthur Miller wrote The Crucible in oh. 1953. What? Have you seen this? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? Uh, I don't know. I watched it in high school. Hmm. What am I thinking of? Yeah, he did a. He did a. William Shakespeare has a book called The Crucible or a play, I should say. Okay. It's got uh, what's his name? Uh. This is probably yeah. No, you're literally wait. No, what? Based upon I'm the confused. play by Arthur Miller. Go. All right, uh, Salem Witch Trials. What am I thinking of? Calig- Calig- Caligula. Probably. Is there a character in the Shakespeare? The crew? I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyways, matter. the witch is better. I'm assuming, right? Than the Crucible. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> Although, had Daniel Day-Lewis played the father? I don't know. I actually really like the father's performance. In I like him, too. He's good. And he's usually a character actor. So Who I feel is that like guy? He was in uh, Hurricane Heist, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yikes. That banger from a couple of years talking about ago. The Witch? Yeah. He was in uh, Ready Player One, too. He was the abusive stepfather. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, man. Not a great track record for this dude. <laughs> Ralph? He's also in Guardians of the Galaxy, The Last Jedi. Oh, Kingsman? Wow, he's in everything. Man, Harry Potter. Good. I saw the Huntsman. Kingsman. Oh my god. Trailer. It's pretty looks pretty dope. Looks right? pretty dope. Yeah. Also oh, you're back Knives on? Out you're looks back fun. On? Yeah. Yeah. I'm back on board, on. Kingsman. Back yeah. On the Kingsman train. Borderline walked out of two, but <laughs> he's back on to that the Prince scene still. Goes. I mean they're gonna they gotta they gotta redo it, you know? Right, yeah, reboot. Looks yeah. cool though. Uh all right. I think it's Tom's turn, number three. Oh. Uh, number three for me. Sorry, Crucible does not qualify. Is uh, it comes at night? Amazing movie. Oh hell yeah! Uh, number three, The Eyes of My Mother. I was wondering if that'd be on. There. Oh yeah, of course it is. It's a horrific, best black and white it's horror. Artfully movie done, decade. way better than The Lighthouse, dude. <laughs> no way better. Way. This movie shits on The Lighthouse. Oh my god! Where can we watch this one, man? Netflix. Netflix. It is. It's been on my watch list since you initially saw it. It's a weird movie. It's strange. It features some very startling acts of violence, some great acting, some great visuals. I love it. Love it. Uh, my number two is Green Room. Movie kills. Tense yeah. AF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my number two is Hereditary. Whoa. You did love you Hereditary. Guys know how much you know I love it. Hereditary. Oh, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Come on. Come Enough on. said. This is the best, best movie. Number two. I hope this is your number one, Tom. It definitely is. Suspiria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mother Suspiriorum. Suspiriums or Suspiria. Spirit is the best. Still need that rewatch. Got to get that rewatch. You need to rewatch. To validate. You need to watch the original. The rewatch is. I need to do that too. Primo. The rewatch. Oh, I can't wait now. 
Yeah. Way different. Though. It's so good. Way just different. give it to me. Two and a half hours of just I need like first watch is better. I mean, uh, the first watch is better. First watch was painful. No, first watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, it, you went up like, quite a bit on the rewatch, right? No, I haven't rewatched it yet. I thought you did. Suspiria? No. No? No. Blade Runner, maybe you're thinking of. 2049. This watch, though, it's going to be a five. <laughs> okay. I borrowed Blade Runner 2049 from Matt. This time you're pre watching the rewatch at a five. Rewatch, rewatch, from 3.5 to 4.5. This time I'm going to give it that it's extra. Trending it's like when Matt watched yeah. The Last Jedi. Yeah, exactly. And then discovered God. Sometimes you get it wrong. <laughs> yes, dude. Sometimes you get it wrong. <laughs> it's the best Star Wars. <laughs> All right, well. My number one, right? Yeah, this on the number easy. one. Mandy, of course. Duh, movie barf, kills. Barf. It's a horror movie. Barf. It's radical. <laughs> Best score of all time. Get out of here. Best Nick Cage performance. No. Clearly the best Nick Cage performance is, is gone in 60 seconds. That is a killer movie. Underrated. Snake Eyes. Quicker <laughs> 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 man. <laughs> I already did my number of one. Course Suspiria. Oh, yeah, I spoiled it. Uh, it follows. Yeah. I, I thought, come on, I'm the you only one. You thought it was going to be consensus? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Come on, it follows. It won our bracket, right? It's the best, yeah. It did. Yeah. It it's follows it, rules. It's very solid. It rules. Very good. Love yes. it. Well, those are the best horror movies of the 2010s. We all had pretty different... Well, you guys had a lot of crossover. You fucking normies we know. with your quiet places. We know what's up. And your uh, your don't breathes and your Look at you with your starry eyes dude, and I your got spring, spring and of, eyes of my mother. You don't dude. get bonus points for putting shitty movies on your list. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that concludes the uh, spooktacular segments. Although I did watch a lot of horror movies, but let's uh, let's move on to what we've been watching. Uh, I have a lot of horror movies. How much did you guys watch? Tom, I'm assuming. I got a mm. decent amount, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. I only have like From a the handful. Plane. Oh, where did you go? Uh, all, I don't know. I went to Oh, places. right. Didn't you go to a wedding? I went to, to California wedding? a couple times. Oh. I went to Denver. So how did it go flying with uh, Vinny? Uh, not bad. Right. Getting through the airport was a real bitch because we had so much stuff. Like they getting out the house, at the door is really hard, and then like once you get there, you have so much stuff. Don't they like fast track you though when they see like a family with like a an infant? Don't no, they, they basically you send you. They basically send you to the like the rejects line, right? Like, when you get up to security, and then you're stuck behind it's some like old all lady the people in, wheelchair. in wheelchairs <laughs> and with kids and with like I'm I'm you know like I'm shipping uh, nuclear warheads in an aluminum briefcase, you know that kind of thing, and then it's us. Tight. Uh, it, it was fine. I um, I don't know. We made a couple of rookie moves, but not too bad. Uh, the main thing was the car seat. Well, so we have like a car seat in a uh, that clicks into a stroller, you know, a little two piece thing. But then you also have to bring the base for the car. So I had like this extra thing that I was carrying around. Oh my god! <laughs> like by hand. Yeah. Through the first airport. Second time we we. We checked it. I don't know why we didn't do that the first time. But you checked it. Well, we didn't check it. They, um, they'll take it special. Basically, mm. they'll take your stroller special. So, I see. Yeah, uh, not too bad. Did we he f- cry on the flight? That's the no. Well, then you're you're golden. Yeah, no, well, we unless you don't him, disturb others. We fed him on we the way up on the way down. That helps part of a time you had. <laughs> as long no, as you don't dude, dis- other people disturb others. No. Did you get disturbed by a baby on the plane? Because there's more than just Vinny out there. <laughs> no, we were traveling with 
good friends of ours who are going to the same wedding with a oh. baby who's two weeks younger than oh, okay. Me. Andrew and Sarah? No, uh, Matt and Erica. Matt I, don't, and I don't know if you guys know them. I don't think I've even heard those names before. <laughs> so you guys tag team the, the terribleness? Yeah. Um, actually, Erica got uh, bumped into first class. So nice. she was with the baby up in first class. Lucky her. Um, just because? She just flies all the time, so she got... Oh, just you know, a baller move? She just got bumped by the airline. That was the moment when the silver spoon went into the baby's mouth. <laughs> exactly. Got a taste of first class. I know. I know. That's, that's game over. Um, and, and then the the... So the wedding was beautiful, but it was like go, 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 basically, because it was actually two hours outside of Denver. So like we drove through Boulder on the way to where we were going because it's just the closest airport, I guess. Um, it was in Estes Park. It's like this beautiful canyon. Haley knows Estes Colorado. Park. Oh, it's gorgeous. Uh, and um, the weather was really weird because in the sun it was super hot and it was like, you know, T-shirt weather. And then in the shade, it was freezing. Wait, were you there? <laughs> were you there when they had that crazy? Like, because Denver had a day where it was like eighty-two degrees to nineteen degrees within like eighteen hours. I think that was probably like the week before we went. They was got it? some snow right before we went, but it was like pretty sunny when we were there. Can you imagine eighty-two degrees yeah. to nineteen degrees? The weather there in less than twenty-four weather, hours. Yeah. yeah. So we rented a car. It took forever. It wasn't really a two-hour drive because you got to feed the baby. You can't do that while you're driving. Um, you can't no you're not supposed to why you can't just stick a bottle in the baby's mouth while he's in the car seat i think number one he's not supposed to eat while he's in the car seat number two like if you got in an accident could i guess rough. he can't hold it himself but i don't know if sarah was in the back seat like oh he's got to be belted in yeah it's like a law yeah but if she's in the back seat he can't like, be fed no i don't think you're, you're supposed to well there's no way there's a law you, about that yeah is it I just feel like, like it would be like owner's discretion? Yeah, <laughs> owner's <laughs> discretion. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a safety. It's a safety rule? thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my baby to die no, in it. a I dumb get accident. So I we get just it. Pull off at the gas station. So just drive careful. <laughs> uh, actually, I was in. So I was in a rental car, and it had a bunch of features that I'm not used to, like all these smart features, you know, mm. like lane assist and shit. Oh, there were that, times when it actually like kind of pulled me back into my lane. And I'm like, where were you I'm driving? driving here, <laughs> bitch? I'm driving here. <laughs> uh, I was driving a Toyota something SUV. Mm. Rav four. It was a Rav four. Yeah, mm. it was a Rav four. Mm-hmm. Those are good cars. Yeah, it was fine. I liked it. Um, but it beeped at me. Like once we got into the mountains and we were on these really curvy roads, it just beeped at me occasionally. And, and by occasionally, I mean like maybe twice a minute for like 20 minutes. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I didn't know how to work any of the shit. I was trying to like get to where we needed to go. Cause we were on a time crunch. Uh, I, th- you know, the e-brake wasn't on. Everybody was belted doors were shut i think it was like maybe beep, beeping at me because it, i it thought i was like approaching corners too fast or something i don't Possibly. know what it was doing my mom has like a smart car like that and even when like a big truck is just like yeah. in a lane next to her Close it'll to alert her even though he's not like anywhere near her it's just like oversized loud truck 
It car was so picture. distracting. I was like looking down at the screen and trying to figure out like, what are you alerting me to? And it was just totally not clear at all. Very frustrating. You can't just turn off like drive assist. It's no, built into the car. No, there's like there's like a list. There's like six smart features that you have to go in and like mm. through a menu and turn off and do all the and I you know, it was just a pain in the ass. So. You know what I love? We uh when Haley and I were in Florida earlier this year, we were driving a Nissan Rogue mm-hmm. and it has like blind spot detector. So on your side view mirrors, there's like a little light in the corner and it'll turn on if someone's in your blind yeah, spot. So that's you just nice. you just know if someone's there. Yeah, that is nice. I mean you still have to look, but it's like I thought that was neat. Like I, I some of that stuff is cool. Spent much time in just new, don't, new, you know. like really new cars. You know, don't beep at me. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you don't know why the fucking <laughs> car is beeping at you. Like, and we had no service too. I was like, I was asking Sarah. I was like, can you just like Google this thing and figure out why it's doing this? And then, uh, and we had no service because we were out in the mountains. Well, we actually had to Google the lights on the side view mirror because we were like, why do these lights keep turning on and off? And then we realized it was a blind spot detector. Uh huh. Um, well, anyway, what what are you watching? You said you got some stuff. Oh, I rewatched the whole Matrix trilogy. Ooh, yeah. So mm, talk us through the rabbit hole. Talk us through the three, starting with the Matrix. <sighs> okay, hold on, hold on. Let me go to my diary here. Oh, to, did you leave a review for the titles of yeah, like what? <laughs> no, I just want to see what my star ratings were. Ah, uh, okay. So the Matrix is still obviously quite good. killer. Uh, I give it four and a half stars. You're high. It's <laughs> hmm? it's an easy five. No, it's a four and a half. No star way. For sure. Um, Can't watch it in some of the action scenes are so like goggles. totally legit. <laughs> like the scene where the they, lobby scene, the lobby the scene hotel. is amazing. Oh. The helicopter scene um, is awesome. The whole idea the is, is awesome. awesome. All you know, whatever. The movie is great. Uh, even has that uh, awesome end scene where he like. Uh, Goku's into the sky. Rage Against the Machine yeah. song is playing. Oh, yeah. He's the one. Pinnacle of cinema. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matrix Reloaded. Still good. Not as good. Uh, its strengths are when they're in the Matrix. The freeway chase. And when they're not in like the spaceship <laughs> or in Zion. Yeah. Um, Isn't there like a super steamy sex scene with uh, Neo and yeah. uh, Trinity in, yeah. in Zion? Yeah. Yeah, and when could, I was could a kid, be steamier, but. or whenever these movies came out, 2003, <laughs> so I was 13. I remember thinking that like the whole dance party was like a big, a big, you know, yeah, sex scene. Super horny. It was very horny, but it's not. It's not a sex scene. Like, no, it's just people dancing. Yeah. yeah, you know, in like a muddy cave. It's hot. Yeah, um, it's warm. The, the twins are really cool in this movie. Oh, the albino twins. Yeah, the yeah, albino twins. The whole vampire thing mm-hmm. uh, is pretty cool. Keymaster's chill, uh, and then they. <laughs> He's probably your favorite character. And then they have the the. There's the big park scene uh, with the oracle. That right, scene the oracle. sucks now. Everything looks so fake. It. It goes on way too long it does not have the same gravity that the lobby scene has no uh but it's the first freeway time to see, it's on. the first time to see freeway. oh freeway chase was excellent yeah pretty freeway sweet. chase is great okay magic revolutions goes down another half star we're down at three and a half now it's not a bad movie but there's just almost no time in the matrix it's like all in zion Shit sucks. Sounds lame. The I remember thinking <laughs> that the big fight was cool with the um the Dragon Ball Z shit, like flying through the city. Is that what you're talking about? No, with Lakes. the mechs, the Zion fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's not that cool anymore. 
No. And uh, Neo and Trinity, you know, it, there's just too much on their love by that point in the series. Um, there should be a bigger discrepancy between the first and yeah. the second and third. I, I do love the Agent Smith thing. I love that he's like not even the Matrix anymore. He's like his own weird anti-Neo. That <laughs> stuff's cool. Antivirus. <laughs> Antivirus. <laughs> Uh, exactly. No, he is the virus. Um, yeah. So they they go in descending order. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I thought that's accurate. I I expected to like re revolutions more than reloaded, but no, not no. the case. Mm-mm. No, not the you case. Got any, you got it right, Tom. Maybe not the star ratings, but I watched order. a couple other things, but I don't have to go next. Um. What do you, Travis? How much do you have? I only have a few. All right, I haven't been watching much, to be honest. Let me uh, let me knock out a couple here. Idle hands are the devil's playground. Mm-hmm. This is one of Haley's favorite movies. We watched it for Shocktober. I don't know this movie. So it stars. Uh, it's just a fucking murderer's row of like amazing D-list actors. You got Devin Sawa in there. You got Fred Willard. You got let me, let me pull up the chaos. Seth Green is one of the main characters. He's more of like a C list though, at least, right? <laughs> Dude, he's not a C list. He's he's D list. Jessica Alba. Oh yeah. Vivica A. Fox. What's this movie called? Like I said, just Murderers Row. Uh, Idle Hands. Oh, Idle Hands. It's very much of its time, but I had a ton of fun with it. It's super goofy and just. Self-aware enough that you... 2010? No, no 1999. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically about... Devin Sawa plays the main character and his hand gets, like, possessed or something. So his hand is basically, like... He's, he's murdering people, but he's not responsible for it. So there's just tons of goofy like set pieces involving like the possessed hands and murder scenes and there's even there's there's some kind of dated stuff like his hand like either grabs a girl's butt or grabs a girl's boob or something and it's like a punchline you know you've seen animal hands the best part yeah (laughs) love that part (laughs) yeah Uh, it's like the girl and her boyfriend are making out in his van and then the hand gets in there and gets a little free a little feisty Yeah. yeah Killer. It's pretty fun though, right? Did yeah, you no, like Idle Hands? Yeah, no, it's a good movie. It's a cool movie. I, mean, I like I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. For a nineties like comedy horror one of those yeah. type things. It's, it's for sure it's a, a horror comedy. Um but highly recommended. Haley uh is one of her favorites and uh, I'm glad we watched that. Um that poster looks like it's trying to be the craft. I just realized very that. similar, yeah. Now that you say <laughs> that, like I got the little thumbnail here. Um Rewatch Coco. That movie, still that movie is still the best, dude. Coco. I love Remember it. Remember me. Though I have to say goodbye. <laughs> Remember <laughs> me. It's just, oh, it's so good. Coco is awesome. The visuals are just amazing. I mean, we've talked about Coco a bunch. Like, Have we all rewatched Coco? No. I've only seen you it. You haven't? You want to see it the one time? But okay. I know you rewatched it. This is like my third rewatch, I think. It was a banger. Loving it. Co- oh my god, Coco's the best. I still love the Cyrus's costume. That was pretty great. Yes, at my Halloween party yeah. a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah, killer. Um 
And then the rest, I've got five horror. Wait, no. Wait. One, two, three. I have four horror movies, so I'll just blast through those later. I'll say, okay. You know, I'll see them all at once. So. I'll be quick. I'll go through a, f- a few. Um, I saw Fighting with My Family. Oh, you caught up with that. The, WWE movie. Yep, yeah, from earlier this year with Florence Pugh. <laughs> uh, I actually thing. liked it quite a bit. I gave it four stars. Um, it's just a very entertaining rags to riches sports type story. I feel like if you're into wrestling, you might like it a little bit more. Um, How's The Rock in this? He's pretty funny, the like one or two scenes that he's in. He's um, featured prominently in the trailer. Yeah, that's is one he, of his he few barely scenes. in the movie? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's a pretty funny scene, though, between them, where they're like kind of starstruck and... He's like, and he goes full on rock. He feeds on him. into it, and then yeah, he's like, dude. "It doesn't matter." That's pretty good. <laughs> he's he's the best. <laughs> but yeah, um, liked it more than I thought I would. Um, it's just a entertaining, fun little flick. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, real quick before you move on, on the Beefy Boys podcast, uh, one of the questions they asked me was, "What's my all time favorite sports moment?" And I said, oh my God. 1998, oh. <laughs> King of the Ring, main event, Hell in a Cell, Undertaker Mankind, okay. Undertaker throwing Mankind <laughs> off the cage onto the announcer's table. Yeah. Nice. That's, it doesn't get any better. Peak entertainment. The the NFC championship between the Niners and the Seahawks was pretty amazing. The tip. Oh, just, Sherm, just Sherm the tip. tip. <laughs> that was a pretty good tip. <laughs> as far as tips. <laughs> yeah. That, that no, that whole game was amazing. Yeah, I and mean, we won the Super Bowl that year. It was. It's no Undertaker throwing mankind <laughs> off the top of the cage. So. <laughs> oh my God, he's been broken in half. <laughs> Is that your Jr. That's what, it's a horrible Jr. <clears throat> um, I saw Gemini Man last weekend uh, in uh, the 3D high frame rate, 60 frames. Yes. Why film, why film a movie in 120 if you can't even sh- like exhibit it in that frame rate? I don't know. There's literally not a place on the planet where you can see it in 120 frames. Well, you could do 120 frames, but only 2K. There was no... So ideally, it would be 4K, 120 frames per second. That's what it was shot on, right? Yeah. But so, the best version you could get in America was 120, 2K. 2K. In but China... In <laughs> yeah, no, in China though you could get the full deal. Really? Mm-hmm. Do they just have like more advanced I think so. projectors or something? I think they were a main funder too of this movie. Of Gemini Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's been happening a lot. What fucking uh Valerian in the City of a Thousand yeah. Planets? What's that guy's name? Like international funding. Uh Chinese companies. President Xi. Come on, he's he's your boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Uh I'm Leon the Professional. Play. What Lisa. is Luke Besson? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, but that. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, move on. So I feel like the the consensus on this is pretty similar, where everyone like either gives the movie like a positive rating or a pass because of the action and the high frame rate, or they're like, oh, it's just another run of your mills, like trashy action movie from the 90s because it was like a, a script from the 90s it's a super old script it feels like an older type script but 
I did like the action and the way it looked, so I gave it a pass. Which Will Smith gives a better performance? Oh, definitely the real one. The real one. The the computer one was kind of hokey, and especially like <laughs> towards the end, there's a couple scenes where it just looks and sounds so bad. Do they ever kiss? No, but like you just we're not quite there yet. People can think that we are, but we're not. <laughs> Give it like five more years. Yeah. We'll That's be all there. it takes. Everyone will be. We don't even need actors in. anymore. Yeah. Just voice actors. <laughs> Troy Baker is going to voice every movie character <laughs> ever. <laughs> but yeah, some solid action scenes. Will Smith was, you know, being Will Smith. Yeah. But if you're when interested was the last in, time Will tech, Smith wasn't just Will <laughs> yeah, Smith? True. When was the last time? <laughs> true. That's his whole career. Pursuit, Pursuit of, of happiness, happiness, maybe. See, same same wavelength. Right. I mean. I didn't ever see that movie, Seven Pounds. He's like a sad Will Smith in that, but he's he's so pursuing he's, he's Will Smith. I don't think it's too late to go see this in its best format. Not interested. Possible. I'm not, not even okay. close to interested. I guess I'm close to <laughs> I am but disinterested. I feel like if you try and watch it at home, which you probably not won't. gonna. <laughs> What's the star rating on this bad boy? I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> Who but cares? that's in the the best format possible. I like Ang Lee, but like, what the I, f- what is going on? Had I seen that guy? regular frames two D at home, not worth it's probably it. a two and a half, right? <laughs> at least got the high, more frames, the more, more money, no problems. Um, I rewatched Midnight Cowboy on my birthday. That was my birthday movie for the night. Mm. Still amazing. I just watched it a few months ago. Yeah, why did you pick itching. that? I was itching for a rewatch. That opening scene, did you watch it? I haven't seen it I sent it, it to you. I sent you the clip, and I said, if this doesn't get your noodle going, I don't know what will. So Were you talking something, about his brain? something broke? No, no, no. I was talking about his other noodle. <laughs> Come on. It's like from the Kraft Mac and Cheese commercial. It'll get your noodle going. <laughs> <laughs> you you did send me the link, but it didn't come through. Oh, bummer. Like I could see, like I got a notification on my watch. Oh, and I could see the link that you sent me, but when I actually pull up my messages, like it. it's not in here. Oh, weird! I'm all the way back to mid October, and there's no. Oh, I can't actually see the link like in my messages, which I've well, never seen that before. But the opening is uh, John Voight singing this like old little like get along little doggy song and it is amazing <laughs> really just sets the tone it's sitting on the shelf over there dude you gotta watch it gotta pull the trigger the bl- the blu-ray looks amazing the two performances are amazing john Voigt is just like on a whole nother level just is- like i don't know i kind of got a crush on a young john Voigt. like a, really i thought he was like yeah. super gross no, no no i like his like they're his, both gross. Rizzo? Well, Ratso is... Ratso? <laughs> Ratso Rizzo. Wait, Dustin Hoffman's not gross. In that Maybe movie, in he's movie. very gross. Very he's gross. like a... Oh, yeah. He's almost like a homeless person in the movie, but he's got like nasty teeth. He's like got an illness. He's scum. He's New York and scum. And illness? He's New Talk York scum. AIDS. He got AIDS. He's got like a bum leg or something. <laughs> he's got the AIDS. That's the whole movie, isn't it? But... Uh, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure it's AIDS. I, I think I don't know if they ever disclose what it actually is. I don't remember. But I think you get it. Wait, no. This when did this movie come out? I don't think 69. AIDS. Ex- yeah, AIDS didn't exist yet. No. Or I mean, maybe it existed, but it wasn't a a thing. First and only until the X-rated picture to win Best Picture. 
Anyways, you don't think John Voight is attractive, like, no. you know, charismatic? No. Hamming it up, young man? I in really his cowboy getup in New York? Didn't oh, think it's, so. It's good stuff. The editing, there's some, like, there's some trippy shit in it. There's, like, some nightmare slash dream sequences. Yeah, that stuff is the best of the movie, I think. The music is really good. Yeah. Beyond John Voight. His rendition in the beginning of the, the movie. Start. Hey, he's an alien swindler. Razzo Rizzo. Razzo Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, an alien swindler with a, with a bum leg. Yeah. Uh, the symbolism is a little on the nose, but it, it's amazing. You got to watch it. I feel, like, I feel like you might fall for it. Oh, I'll watch I it. I did, for sure. This must be where Rizzo the Rat gets his name. <laughs> what is he from again? He's a Muppet. Rizzo the Rat. Oh, right. Hmm. I didn't know that. He's a good rap. Great rap. I mean, he's no, uh, what's his name? Shredder? No. Uh, yeah. Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Shut up. Cannot praise Midnight Cowboy enough. Uh, might just be one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, shit. It's, it's, it's huge. I was underwhelmed. It's huge. After well, all of this. He's underwhelmed by everything. No, I'm not. No, dude. Yeah. Except Blade Runner. Ex Machina. Yeah, it's got to have a sci-fi angle to it. <laughs> You didn't fall for Paris, Texas either, which you should have. I didn't fall for it either. Yeah, you did. You gave it five stars. Yeah, but come on, you fell. I'm not under these like slow old, no, no, which no. is weird. Um, no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> like what? What has happened? What is the plot? Why do I care about this movie? Oh, both Travis's those movies are very simple plots. We don't need to get into it now. No, yeah. Travis's <laughs> favorite movies are the ones where he watches it, doesn't know what happened, reads no. the Wikipedia. <laughs> no. Loved it. Loved it after this Wikipedia. Guy. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into the movies that you like, Matt. <laughs> All right. Um, you got another one? You know what? I might just be done after that. <laughs> <laughs> take a little break. No, I'll take a break for now. I got a couple more. I'll come back to you. All right. I'm just going to fire through fire through these. Uh, I rewatched The Orphanage, which prior to this rewatch was one of my like favorite yeah, you've modern been horror movies. It hasn't aged well. Well, no, it's still pretty good, <laughs> but it's, it's not as good as I remember. It's a little bit of a slow burn. There's some good moments, but... Little cliche, some really good visuals, and I like the score. This in it, is from J A Bayona. Yeah, yeah. That hack. No, He's dude. Just impossible. No, I do like the, the best Jurassic actually. Jurassic movie. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than Jurassic World Two. You're high. <laughs> um, it was it was still good, but I, he did a monster's call or whatever. I wish I still have not seen a monster calls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Still have not seen that. It's a horror movie. <laughs> uh, but it's it's good. It's solid. I still like it, but it, it went down a little bit. It's a four-star movie instead of a, I don't know, four and a half or five or whatever happened before. Um, American Mary. This is another one of Haley's favorites. It used to be streaming, but uh, it's not anymore. So we got it from uh, Scarecrow, local video institution here. Picked it up. It's by the Soska sisters, who have done a couple movies. And they are uh, going to be doing a remake of David Cronenberg's Rabid. Like that, that's like their next project. But American I Mary. I love Rabbit, but it's probably not cool. going to be as good as no. 
the Cronenberg. No, no. <laughs> can't top, can't top the the bird. No. <laughs> American Mary. It's a, it's a cool, kind of cool premise. It's pretty silly, and I think that's ultimately why I didn't love it because the movie is is pretty goofy, but it's got a very feminist angle. Basically, it's about this like med student who wants to be a surgeon, and she gets kind of like duped into doing some shady like. Uh, Underground body modifications. Yes. In the plot. Yeah, yeah. She she gets kind of like uh, tempted into doing like under the table like mm. body modifications. So doing like plastic surgery, putting in like dermal like you know when you see people Prince like Albert. horns and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see that kind of shit. It gets it it go the movie goes places, and it's it's a pretty gory. Um, like, do they shy away from that kind of stuff, or do they? Like, no, there's there's some it? there's some gory <laughs> stuff. It could have leaned into it more. Like I might have liked it more if it was like more of just like, like over the top gorehound. Yeah, dude, <laughs> terrifier. Not great acting. It's low budget, but it's you know the main character is like a strong female, and it's not following like the final girl template or anything. So like I appreciate it on that level. Um, but it's just it's just too goofy. So I, I have to describe this scene to you guys. So the main character is named Mary, and her her grandma dies, but it's not said explicitly, right? She picks up the phone, and it's like it's from her mom or something. She's like talking about grandma. She's like, "Wait, what happened?" The way it communicates that grandma died is the next scene. She's looking at her phone. And it's like the contact is like Gram Gram or like Nana, like whatever it is. She's just staring at the contact for her grandma and she like slowly like clicks delete contact and like gets rid of grandma and her phone. Like that's how they convey that grandma passed away. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I started crying because <laughs> I was like, really? Who does that? Like the first thing. Um, yeah. You get the you news. Gotta clean out the phone. You get the news. Well, Shwip. You remove my Instagram. <laughs> Don't need Unfriend. your feed. <laughs> <laughs> Just like some really goofy touches oh, like that. Don't have to follow this person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was okay. It's it's worth watching just because it's it feels kind of unique. And the the main actress is pretty good, the one who plays Mary. Is there a too soon conversation on that? When is the appropriate time to delete someone it's, from your phone <laughs> when they die? I, I I just love that that's how they chose to convey like the death of a grandparent. It's just like sadly like deleting a contact. It's very stupid. They did it with very film stupid. language though. <laughs> Kill her. Gotta give them points. Show sure um, don't tell. Exactly. <laughs> so it was interesting. Um, unfriended. These are all movies that I rented from Scarecrow, by the way. Unfriended, the original <laughs> <Dexter> Unfriended. <Pyle. laughs> uh, Unfriended, I, I was into. Yeah, it's 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 cool. Cool for what it is, I guess. It's <laughs> there are moments that are pretty bad. So for the uninitiated, Unfriended is like a webcam, Skype, like it's all on computers and searching. Yeah, 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 kind of. But this is it, literally it's just like skype basically and you get to see like the character doing stuff on facebook and it uses actual like social media platforms it's like one night of just friends getting together on skype hanging out and then some ghosts it's like a happens. ghost possession type thing it's it, that part's kind of lame but the movie would have been the problem did you watch ma yet ma yeah 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 i saw okay. ma 
I feel like this kind of has like a same trajectory as Ma. As far as like the underlying like getting back at people type yeah. of thing, I guess. Well, so here's the thing with Unfriended. Most of these other type of movies, they use fake apps and websites, right? So the trouble that you get into when you use Facebook and Instagram and Google and all that kind of stuff. You mean my face? <laughs> when you use fake stuff, you can just make up the layout, you know? The problem with using real websites that everybody is on is that when it doesn't function the way that you know it functions, you 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 can see uh, that they're yeah. like bending the format to their will, you know? So like they do actually use the real apps in this movie. It's all the real stuff. But then if you're an I online person, remember. you see when they break that stuff. You're like, eh, that's not how Facebook works or... <laughs> That's not Did how Instagram works. Version? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Are you are you updating? Are you are you on iOS ten or whatever it is? Yeah, that kind of stuff. But it does some pretty novel things, and I think the performances are. I'm not gonna call them bad. I like that it's going for like the conversational, like hanging out with friends type thing. Some of it is. Well, it's I feel like. Bad. For this type of movie, you wouldn't really want good performances because, like, you want to try and capture, like, a realness to them. And, like, teenage kids aren't going to be, like, engrossing or, like, naturally, like, you know. Watchable. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're going to expect some of that bad acting from something like this. Yeah. So there's some stuff that kind of took me out of it, but it's pretty fun. I was, like, curious through the whole thing. Like, it, it kept me entertained. Um, we also rented unfriended dark web uh have not watched it yet that's one of the movies we still have does it have all the endings on the disc it does it's got three alternate endings so i gotta gotta run through those report back because i only saw the one you just saw the one okay so unfriended well oh one i guess there isn't really a definitive one yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i like this there's like not a ton of movies that do this but there are you know there's unfriended there's uh the den which i think is my favorite it was kind of like i as far as I know, the first movie to do the like the computer screen chat room type stuff. Um, anyway, it was solid. Um, and then the last movie I will talk about. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. He gave it a half star. Blood fart. <laughs> Blood fart. So <laughs> it's called Blood Harvest. <laughs> This is a movie that I have heard the name of, and I was browsing titles at Scarecrow. I saw Blood Harvest. I was like, yep, on board with the title. Grabbed it, saw the cover. It's a killer clown. Oh, no. And Tiny Tim plays the clown. Are you familiar with Tiny Tim, either of you? Are we talking the 1987? Yes, 1987. Huh? The character in A Christmas Carol. No, Tiny Tim was like a musician. No, I'm not familiar. You, did you guys watch SpongeBob? Yeah. Yeah. You remember the episode? I can't remember the context, but there's a song where SpongeBob is dancing and it's like, living in the sunshine, living in the sunshine, having a wonderful time. You know that song? Not really. Do, no. Do, 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 having a wonderful time. Did he write That's Tiny it? Tim. Oh, okay. Tiny Tim does that song. So anyway, Tiny Tim plays like a, a killer in this movie. It's so goddamn boring and so low budget just trash the poster looks really it's bad. a cool that's why i grabbed it like it looks like a fun movie but it's just so uninteresting 
like nothing fucking happens in this movie. It's kind of a whodunit. Like you're like, who's the killer? It flips back and forth. Is it the crazy clown? Is it not? The kills are super lame. Everybody just gets hung well, upside down with their throat slit. Super low slit. budget, I'm assuming. Very right? low budget. Yeah. Tiny Tim is kind of fun, but he's barely in the movie. It was a slog. I was like struggling to stay awake watching this thing. Zero redeeming qualities. Mm. Like it wasn't like I was hoping it was going to be like so stupid and over the top that it was going to be a good time. It was not. Performances are trash. It looks like trash. The editing is trash. It's a stupid story. Tiny Tim looks stupid. Like he's not even a scary clown. He's yeah. just. It was ho- horrible. Legitimately, I've I think I've given maybe like ten to fifteen. Is this movies like a, a half super star. cult like? underground type horror movie if you look at the reviews on letterbox like some people love this thing i think the average so is bad like, it's good type I, situation. I think so yeah <laughs> but i was just so i like those kind of movies but i was oh, just vinegar so syndrome bored. put it out yeah it's just the vinegar syndrome bros syndrome sim bros i don't think i am one of those guys i am not <laughs> I mean, I there are some i'd like to be but i wish i was I like the idea of it. yeah I'm into it conceptually, but, but yeah. in execution, yeah, yeah. I just can't get down with the vinegar <laughs> syndrome syndrome trash. Uh, yeah, very disappointed. Bummer. Spent the time with this. Well, most of those are so like super low budget that like that's a barrier in itself. Well, you look at something <laughs> like I mean, this is another like cult movie, but Troll Two. That movie is just so bad and so stupid that it's actually fun you know the acting is so horrible this is like it's bad acting but it's not like funny bad it's just oh you suck at acting right (laughs) why am i watching (laughs) why am i doing this why am i subjecting myself to this yeah it was one of those movies okay um are you done i think that's it yeah all right let me go quick i'll finish and then tom you can round us out then we'll go ahead and close her out uh rewatch zombie land Still, I still haven't seen that. Still fun. OG Zombie Land. Yeah, you never seen you it. Never seen that original. Never seen it. That's that's good. I don't think I'm going to see it. It just feels like you had to see it when it came out. No, I, I don't think so. No? I think it's a fun, like, entertaining mainstream movie. Mm-hmm. There's some good kills. It's gory. It's got some humor. It's got good leads. You Emma know? Stone, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. Woody Harrelson, yeah. Banks, Abigail Brez. Yeah. Come on. Bill Murr? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh didn't go up or down really. I still enjoy it. The the opening with the Metallica song, For Whom the Bells Toll. Yeah. Pretty killer. Not as killer as uh what's that other movie that did Metallica? The The Night Eats Us or the oh, Night Isn't there a Metallica? Night Isn't it For Whom us. the Bell No Triple uh The oh, Ben Affleck right. Triple Frontier? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. To Metallica, for whom the bell tolls is like the opening right. music, I think. That was kind of cool, but Zombieland did this it first. Did it better. <laughs> first and better. Uh, I, I watched the uh, original Pet Cemetery. I feel very similar about that one and the remake. Like, they're both not great, but they're both, like, decent, middle-of-the-road horror movies. Like, there's certain things I like about this one, and then there's certain things I like about the remake, mm. but ultimately... Like, this one has a better Judd, the original. The original has a way better yeah. Judd. Uh, I like the, like, atmosphere of it. It's not as, like, slick or, like, produced as the new one. Um, but, like, some of the performances are really bad. And, like, 
some of it's kind of corny just because it's a late 80s, early 90s movie. Um, we don't go down that road no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the, the pet cemetery is up in them hills now. <laughs> we don't go down that road no more. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a pretty good job right <laughs> Yeah, it's solid. I didn't finish it. I fell asleep. Mm. It's pretty much on par with the, a remake, but the remake has a better ending. Oh, I love that ending <laughs> yeah, of the remake. Awesome. I love that ending. <clears throat> At that point, you're just like, all right, give me some. Okay, that was cool. <laughs> uh, now we're talking. Uh, and then I watched Dolomite Is My Name last night. Yeah, I saw your star rating. I really want to watch Gave this. Gave it a four. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's good. I don't really know anything about Dolomite and the whole... Like the context of thing he did for himself, but yeah. so it was cool watching this movie and getting some of that. Um, I thought Eddie Murphy was really good in it. It's pretty funny. Uh, just a loaded cast: Wesley Snipes, Craig Robinson, Mike Epps, Keegan Michael Key, uh, Chris Rock has a scene. Snoop Dogg's in it for a bit. Cody Smith McPhee will not stop growing. Oh my god, that kid is like mm. a giraffe now. <laughs> <laughs> It's just crazy, to, like seeing him from like "Let Me In" to now. To now, yeah. And I feel he was like in the road too, taller. right? Yeah, but he just gets like taller and skinnier every year. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he plays like a, a film school student in this. So Craig Brewer directed this. Who? Um, I know that name. What else has he done? Hustle and Flow and um, uh, Black Snake Moan. He also did the Footloose remake, but no one talks about that. <laughs> Not a great track record. I'm kind of curious to go back and at least watch the first Dolomite because it's on Amazon Prime right now. But I have a feeling it's just going to be like your run of the mill black exploitation movie. You've seen one of those. You've seen them all, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. This guy directed an episode of The Shield. One of the best shows ever. Oh, yeah. so he's guy, he's it, on the A list. Number one. <laughs> you know, I've never really liked Eddie Murphy. What? What? I know. Did you get into him late? <laughs> like, you ever seen Daddy Daycare, bro? Shrek, one, two, or three? <laughs> <laughs> or four. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I thought he was annoying. No, Donkey's the best. 48 Hours. Coming to America. Beverly Hills Cop. Did you say Dr. Doolittle? No. no. Oh, well, Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> oh, he sucks, dude. Meet, the, suck. meet the Crumps or whatever. The, the Crumps? Uh, Cramps? Uh, Nutty Professor? Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> I thought it was just called the crumps. These that, are all that bad. Is nutty professor. Right? He's not in anything good. That's that the might problem. Be the... What are you talking about? Yeah, that's the second one. Beverly Hills Cop kills. No. Nutty professor to the clumps. It doesn't. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop is not enough to make him worth watching. Hey, did you real quick? Mulan is probably his best. Mushu the dragon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's racist. <laughs> Uh, did you guys know that the laundromat came out too this weekend? I think it came out this weekend. Yeah. Is it playing here? No, it's on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, the Steven Soderbergh. Dude, I've... he had two movies that came out on Netflix this year. High Flying Bird, right? Yeah, or... but that's pretty crazy. Is that 2019? Yeah, High Flying Bird and the laundromat. Oh, shit. This guy is just I haven't heard great. I haven't phone. heard great things about laundromat. <laughs> is laundromat an iPhone movie too? I don't know. I think that's all he does. <laughs> He's just an iPhone filmmaker. I know High Flying Bird is, and so is Unsane. I'm yeah. not sure about Launchmat, though. It's got Meryl Streep in it, though, right? Yeah. I've heard it's decent. 
Yeah. The plot sounds like kind of mad. Yeah, it's like Pan- the Panama Papers. He's right? never been my favorite. No, he's but overrated. He's a jobber. Talk about overrated. Jobber Panama Papers weren't even interested in real life. I don't even know what the fuck Panama Papers were. It just said that a bunch of rich people were hiding their money offshore. Oh, who cares? That. Yeah. Move along. <laughs> we already know that. <laughs> I mean, I would rather they didn't, but whatever. <laughs> All right, is that it for you? Yeah, that's about it. I've uh, been watching Big Mouth. Great show. Mm-hmm. You in season two, season three? Where, I'm where on are you at? Season three now. Did you watch the Florida episode yet? I don't think so. You would know if you watched the Florida off. episode. Yeah. There's like a sweet, like, butt rock musical number <laughs> about Florida. No. Oh, man. Kills. I did like the uh, Guy Town, though, episode. That was pretty good. Do you remember that one? Oh, it's like the apartment complex with all the. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, so over the top. I don't remember Guy Town. That's where Jay's dad lives, right? Or Jay uh, is has some yeah his dad connection owns it, to I it. think it's like an apartment complex with like lonely, ho- lonely, horny dudes, mm-hmm. basically. And it's just called Guy Town. <laughs> you don't remember that one? I'm I'm trying. Yeah, to... I'm pretty sure Jay's oh, dad this is owns last the complex. Season. Yeah, it was season two. Oh, I don't know. I might have to go back and. I think my favorite episode it. is still the party episode, Party Wolf from season oh, party one. Wolf. Party Wolf is so funny. When uh, the hormone monster is like, there's like a comment towards the end of the episode where I think Jay's like, well, how do guys get blowjobs then? And then it cuts to the hormone monster and he's like, you tilt your head back, you like arch your crotch in the air and you say, dinner is served. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Maurice is bad. And now there's... Tyler, the like baby hormone. Oh, monster. he's so annoying. I know. God, <laughs> I do love Maya Rudolph though as the hormone monster. Oh yeah, she's she's amazing. Awesome. No, I'll be in the bubble bath. <laughs> like <a> bubble bath. <laughs> Come here, little sugar bottom. Great show though. Uh, first part one of the final season of BoJack dropped on Friday. Haven't watched it yet. I'll probably wait until we get back from Florida. What? To watch There's it. a part. They're doing a final season. They're doing part one, part two. It's eight episodes each. So eight episodes just dropped. The second half, eight episodes, January thirty first, oh, and dude. then it's over. Then BoJack's done. I'm stoked. And I don't know specifics, but I know it ends on a cliffhanger, like, like Breaking Bad. You know how the halfway point of Breaking Bad, the when uh, Hank connects the Walter White. Walt Whitman thing in the book, and he's right. like, "Oh my god!" And then that's the cliffhanger. That's a pretty good cliffhanger. mid-season cliffhanger. <laughs> okay. Don't know the specifics yet, but people are loving it. Mm. BoJack is arguably the greatest show ever made. Wait, so you're saying part one ends on a big cliffhanger? Yes. Okay. Having not seen it, but I will move on to that when I finish rewatching Breaking Bad in anticipation of El Camino. Yeah, I, none of us. Mm-mm. I'm not rewatching the show. I just haven't seen El Camino yet. But. I'm on. I'm on episode ten of season three. Mm. I think there's five seasons, right? So I'm I'm closing in. It's a pretty short show, and like Is season three, the one that four. ends with. Uh, well, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Is it season two? Remember when there's uh, a lot that I've forgotten. Walter White like hits somebody with a car, and he tells Jesse like run. And then it just ends with him saying, run. It's like Gandalf. Yeah, that's like, I thought that was like the start or beginning of season two or maybe season three. It's Mm. two or three. It's somewhere in there. I think it might be the start or end of season two. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think so. I haven't seen it yet. No. Where Walter hits somebody with a car and says, run. Doesn't have to to save Jesse. Like an ATM machine, maybe, or no? I don't remember. 
You know what I'm talking the about. The ATM machine has happened. Yeah. That's season two, right? Yes. Maybe early season. I think season two. Season two. Uh, should I wrap this up? Let's yeah, whatever you got. Let's uh, take her home. Okay. Did I tell you guys? Uh, wow. Is that English? Did, it's I, a ticket <laughs> ticket. did I tell you guys that we, we watched uh, Fifth Element? Did I tell you that? No. I mean, no. Sarah, Sarah had never seen it. So we watched Fifth Element. Yeah. Uh, really only worth watching for Chris Tucker, who is spectacular. That's man. like one of the worst things to say about that movie. What? Chris Tucker's character? <laughs> oh, no, he, he kills in that movie. the funniest oh, my God. character. There's like maybe one or two reasons Come to watch that movie. Come on, moment. Definitely not that. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, okay. Whatever. Dances with Wolves. What did, what did you rate Fifth Element? Mm. Humor me. Three and a half, three. I don't know if I rated it. I would give it a three. You talked about Dances with Wolves last time. Did I? Okay, yeah. great. Uh, he watched it again <laughs> since we last just recorded. Couldn't right. get enough. <laughs> so then I just couldn't remember because I watched them at the same time, and I didn't. I didn't uh, think to talk about Fifth Element. Uh, watched the Matrix stuff. I watched Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Let's hear it. Oh yeah. What'd you think? It was fine. Yeah, it's fine, right? It's, but it's fun. There's nothing. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> what did you rate it? Three. Oh. This, he's becoming a softie already. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't like Is it the dad in you offensive. that gave it a pass? The what? Is it the dad in you that gave it a pass? No. A pass? It's a good yeah. movie, dude. It's a bad I movie. Love, no. Pikachu's fine. Just, no. it's the Pokemon that make it. Like, yeah. they look good. Jigglypuff? No. They look that was dumb funny. in the real world. I love the way they look. They don't the look movie. dumb in the real world. They, they, they look, look out of place. They look fake. You look fake. I thought Just the whole like Mr. Mind bit was, was good. <laughs> um, and I saw Ad Astra. And I gave it four stars. And it's not one of the best movies of the decade. The proper rating. Um, <laughs> the problem I'm having as a new dad who doesn't get a lot of sleep is when you watch a movie that could be described as hypnotic, such as Ad Astra or The Lighthouse, I tend to doze at times, <laughs> <laughs> which happened in both of those movies. Not for long. So you're having your own fever dream a little bit while watching Just one. a tiny bit. <laughs> it's usually once and then I'm fine. But um, I also had to step out at one scene, and I don't know what happened, but when I came back, Brad Pitt... Um, okay, Spoilers. It was between the monkey scene and landing on Mars. And when I came back, Brad Pitt was landing with that um, pushover backup captain. And he was like, mm. I know you know what I did. I'm not going to report that. And I was like, well, I wonder what he did. That's a full star right there. Right? <laughs> Moving on. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You missed out. <laughs> no wonder. Uh, <laughs> now I know why you didn't give it a five star. Uh, movie opens with Nils Fromm's Spaces. Mm-hmm. Amazing choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good movie. I I found it really, really unrealistic that he was able to leap off of a spinning device with the exact trajectory needed to return to his ship and then pass through an asteroid field that you can see from space in like 40 seconds. Yeah, he had his... ADS shield. He's an astronaut, dude. <laughs> that's what he does. How his, fast was he going? That's what he does his calculations. This is a big asteroid field. It's not like a 
fucking paper thin. They're layer. not moving though. They're sitting still. He's pushing through the rocks. It's not an asteroid field. It's like the rocks in the rings of Neptune. Yeah, they're asteroids, but they're not moving. No, I'm not I talking mean, about. Like, I'm not talking about the fact that they didn't kill him. I'm talking about the fact that they're that you could get through it so quickly. Like that thing's got to be like miles thick, miles and miles and miles. I would think to be know. visible from space. Come on. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right. Miles. Maybe he just <laughs> maybe he just clipped through like at an angle through like a little bit of it. <laughs> You know, you're not coming in at like 90 degrees, like <laughs> I see through the just whole like thing. Just like the top little, just, yeah, just clip the edge of it. Yeah. I don't know. You can't the, poke through logic in Matt's movies. Any other it's one? It's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie. I liked it. It was just missing. A what was it things. missing? Um, Nothing. Something that made me care. <laughs> more applebee's less <laughs> more applebee's yeah for sure every movie could use <laughs> a little more, more applebee's <laughs> when you're here you're queer family. you're home <laughs> that's olive garden I it's think. family <laughs> Wait, oh yeah what is it what's applebee's slogan it's all in the neighborhood or something? something like that eating good you're eating <laughs> good in the neighborhood yeah that is a really bad slogan now that we said it out loud. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> that might be chili, so. Don't eat it, Applebee. <laughs> I don't know. They're all the same. It's all the same bullshit. Um, all right. Is that it? Yeah. Pull the plug. Let's wrap her up. Uh, next time we record Jojo Rabbit. Gotta do Jojo Rabbit. I think it comes out in Seattle this upcoming I think we're weekend. getting Parasite, too. Parasite and That's Jojo Rabbit would be killer. That'd be a good good show to play but we for. also got uh dr sleep comes out Dirk november Faith. 8th yeah term terminator dirk terminator terminator dirk terminator uh when does that come out some bangers coming out the irishman we're seeing the irishman the 16th right mm-hmm. november 16th well that's gonna be after we record right yeah so that would that would be on the next episode but uh yeah dr Ugh, sleep we'll see start preparing for that three and a what movie three and a half Ugh. Uh, yeah, I have it's to gonna start be huge. doing yoga so i can sit in my chair <laughs> for that long all right that is gonna do it for this episode thank you everybody for listening uh like us on our social media pages tell your friends subscribe to our feed send an email you know just send a files digest at gmail.com we will be back. We should be back on a normal recording cycle at this point. Hopefully every two weeks. Who knows what the future holds. We'll see. But presumably every two weeks. We'll be back in a few. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Later. Later.